On today's first round KO, we talk a lot about what happened in NFL Week 8. Then we talk a little bit about the World Series because, you know, that happened. And then we talk a lot about WWE Evolution. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Question for you. <laughs> yes? Tell me why. And maybe I'm a little bit biased because, you know, I go to the school. Yeah. And I all could also be a little bit biased because, you know, I am <laughs> actually paid money to pay good attention to the certain team right. because of obligations that I have to a certain media entity here on campus. A con- you're contract- you contractually obligated even though no, you didn't sign a contract. contract? Yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> you. I like yeah. how you guys are picking it up now. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I picked it up pretty quickly. <laughs> I think you picked it up after day two. I yeah, you said it a second time and I was like, yep, this is a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that on t-shirts now. We're actually obligated to do this. Even Bro, if we ever start making money on this podcast, I'm making merch because it would be so Dude, fun. We to have make so merch. many one-liners. We have so many things that we can make merch with. But First of all, just our logo on a black T-shirt would look fucking dope. Can we just do that just to have it? Just for me and you, honestly. And then eventually sell. Yeah, and we might. We might have ask to, what it is. And we might have to. Them. That's how things start. Back, you can say shock the system since day one. one anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> but you want to know what I don't get? I love how we do most of our planning on the <laughs> podcast. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like if you guys want to know what happens at the production meeting, you guys technically are in the production. <laughs> this is our production. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but you want to know what I don't get? I and know. and I wonder if this is just because the other. Four teams ahead of us, spoil, uh, slight spoiler, are just that damn good. I know Mount Union is and Mary Harden Baylor definitely is. How are we still five? How are we behind St. John? How are we still five in the in the D3 rankings? Like, Okay, so if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, obviously the D3 rankings came out on Sunday, like the new updated mm-hmm. rankings. Oshkosh got completely bounced. Good. Like, they were number 10. After losing a point, I'm not surprised. Right, they lost a point, and they, they went from, I believe, Well, that's their third loss. On the season, yeah. Yeah. So, they're 7-3, and three, and I, I think it's going to be a hard time for them to get in regardless. I mean, we can go all bracketology on here on another on an episode further down the line. We're guaranteed in. Yeah, we're guaranteed in because we have a with point. Get to change that five up on the, on the 35. Oh, they are. They are. Is it? Yeah. yeah. They will for next season. Yeah. It's going to be. For next. Do you have to finish? Yeah, they do it in the off season. season. Yeah. I figured. So they, we have a, cl- so because of point beating Oshkosh, we clinched a share of it and everyone else in the conference has lost. Everyone else. So barring us. We're the only undefeated team. Right. So even if we, let's say we win next week, but for whatever reason we drop against Platteville. Yeah. We still would win conference next week. Okay. So either way, we have like a share of the of the share of the conference right, title. Right. Right. And we're guaranteed in the playoffs. Right. Like where it's guaranteed. Right. 
I just I just wonder is St. John's that much better? Yeah, both both of those that three and five or three and four team. I I don't know if it's just because like because we haven't played too many ranked opponents, have we? The only ranked opponent was Oshkosh that we have played this season was Oshkosh. Yeah. So I don't, I'm. I don't believe Concordia Moorhead was ranked. I don't think so. I can tell you right now, Middle Georgia State wasn't because they're a club team. Nope. And we played somebody else, and I don't think they were ranked either. We went on the road for them. So, like, that's my only thing would maybe be strength, strength of, schedule. of schedule. Strength of schedule, yeah. I would have to look at the other schedules, too. I mean, it's not like we're going to go into Platteville and they're ranked. Yeah. So, and we get Platteville at the, at the end of the season, which is going to be a little bit of a tricky game because no matter how their record is, they always play us so, so well. So that's going to be a good game in its own right. It is. I mean, then we get – who do we get this week? I think this week we get point. Nice. Yeah, this upcoming Saturday we get point. That's exciting. Is I it here? Yeah, it's here. It's uh technically senior day and all of that. I think I work Saturday night. It's like senior day, <coughs> military appreciation day, and then some uh, shrine or something. Oh. And then, yeah, and then we're on the road for the last regular season game against Platteville. And then I would assume we're getting at least a playoff game here. So two weeks from the Saturday, probably I would, I, I would honestly assume that we're going to be here for a playoff game, and if we run the table, we're probably hosting all the way up until we. Hopefully, we don't run into I, any of these teams. But if Mount Union and Mary Harden and Baylor are on the opposite end of the bracket, that would be beautiful. That would be nice. But yeah. if not, then but it'll be interesting. That's it will be interesting. Sure. We're gonna have to we'll keep an eye on that. Oh, it's, it's a, this, this team is doing damage. I knew they were going to do damage after that 7-3. and three. They look like, like, yeah. Yikes, I didn't know this much damage. In other news, we had, ba- I mean, Halloween weekend, basically. Because uh, it, feel- it falls on a Wednesday, so it's weird. But you can't celebrate in November, so you have to do it this weekend. I know a few people that are, though. Really? Yeah, there's a few, yeah, there's a few people. There's even a party that I was invited to that's, that's so that has stu- a party. Ne- uh, th- yeah, it would be this upcoming Saturday. I don't like that. And it's so weird. But that's just me. <laughs> but. I mean, I'm down to celebrate Halloween, what, technically five times? Four times? <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Halloween, Wednesday, Saturday after Halloween? I'm just, Halloween this weekend was a v- huge success. <laughs> I would agree. I had so much fun at my party, and my costume went over very well. It Especially my costume, What what made me feel the best about my costume was my two friends brian and chad you know you know chad mm-hmm. um they they're huge comic book people and they're huge cosplay people like brian bought a cosplay captain america outfit and it looks dope if i was willing to drop like 85 bucks i would have b- bought a cosplay Spider- right spider-man iron spider yeah. but uh brian told me legit told me that that was one of the best Star-Lord cosplays he's ever seen. And I was like, oh. I mean, you had everything <laughs> down on that I did. one. The only thing I, you know what, I and it kind of bugged me because I noticed it right before the party, mm. was I didn't have any necklaces. Oh. And Star-Lord has two necklaces. <laughs> so that started bugging me. <laughs> but I forgot about See, it pretty quickly. See, I didn't quickly. even it's realize still... it until you said it because everything right. else was rather on yeah. point. No, Mac, the shirt was, the shirt was hair, perfect. Shirt, jacket. The jacket was awesome. Facial hair. On point, yeah. hair on point. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was just oh, awesome. For that yeah. One. So, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what Star Lord looks like, 
I currently have a mustache and like half of a goatee and some wicked sideburns. So I'm looking, I'm looking straight out of the '80s right now, and I kind of love it, but I kind of don't at the same time. Um, but yeah, I liked your stuff too. Thank you. You, yeah, like that Spider-Man one looked really fun, and then Black Panther looked really good. Thank you. That Black, one I was Black Panther was good. Everywhere I went on Saturday, all I heard was Wakanda Forever. I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let's get it. <laughs> and then this, and then Halloween, you know, I'm just. I go from two superheroes that I thought I did fairly well, mm-hmm. and then I'm going with that. Uh, I'm going with the Bugs Bunny Space Jam onesie. I'm going, and I'm, I'm legit wearing that again. all day. Are you? Yeah, I probably won't wear it to my coaching class because we have that. We have to, we have to do the demonstration thing, or I might just wear it and be like, hey, "Are we doing it on Wednesday?" Oh jeez. Yeah, I I might, or I might just wear it on Wednesday and be like, "Hey, Coach Bartline, uh, I don't have time to put. I won't have time to put this on before work, so <laughs> I'm doing my demonstration as Bugs Bunny." I mean, if you want to, I might just. Wear I don't want to. <laughs> I might just wear the the shirt and the pants. You're you're gonna go full out for a hawk talk though, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. One hundred percent. By the way, might not wear the mask. I'll wear the mask too, and I'll take it off during, obviously. Right. Also, question <clears> for you. Yes. Do you have a basketball I could borrow for Wednesday? I do. I do. Okay, dope. Yeah. I might need to borrow that, like all day. Speaking of even Wednesday night. Speaking of sp- balls, sports. That. Was Phrasing. not the greatest segue on I've heard on the show, but I right. was stretching. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> football. <laughs> there, there's where we're going with. Cause this. Sunday and football and a lot of games happened and oh, heartbreak. Ty, I haven't even seen this actually. I'm gonna pull this up because I want to watch you, you it. Wanna look, you want to check it out? Let yeah. me show you. Let me let me see if I can. You got it? it. Okay. While well, I was gonna, it. yeah. Because well, actually, I bet you if I click on it. Because I'm sure every I'm sure everyone who watched this game can agree with me. It's one thing to be a complete moron and take it out of the end zone. When especially apparently Mike McCarthy told him to we're talking about the Packers. yeah, Mike McCarthy told him to like to take or to take the touchback. Right. Yeah. And so that I mean, in that case, I mean heat of the moment or spur of the moment, you're or yeah, I guess heat of the moment in this case. You're trying to get, make something go, and you're trying to get some form of field position because you have one of the best clutch players in the league on your team. Understandable. That part I can maybe excuse. What's inexcusable is under no damn circumstance, if you know that you are smaller than a guy, you are not dropping your shoulder trying to run through him no matter how much momentum you build up because you will still get blasted. And that's what happened to time. Just watch. All right, Just here watch. we go. I'm gonna wa- I'm this gonna is my watch- live reaction. I'm going to watch you watch this. Okay. I don't so like this. Look at this. So he turns, drops, tries to drop his shoulder. Boom. Mm. Tell me why. Tell me why. He's like, oh, yeah, I got this, fam. Nah. Well, he started like he jumped over someone, too, so he didn't even have proper footing. I don't care. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he shouldn't have. Uh... First of all. We just need to hold. We need to rewind this because because first of all, he's two yards deep in the end zone. Yeah, take the knee. Yeah, why risk the extra play? See, the thing is, that's the part. That's the thing that doesn't even bother me about this. The thing that bothers me is that he wasn't okay. So first of all, we all know how I feel about Ty Montgomery and him still thinking he's a running back. He's not. He's not. He's a wide receiver. And I even told you this when we were at Kiz's house. If he still is in that running back mindset, realize that you're not a 
you're not a power back. See, that's the thing. When he was playing running back, he was playing like a Le'Veon Bell style where he was like hesitating and like being a patient he be, running back. He, he was shifty. Exactly. He to know his strengths. Exactly. Trying to lower the shoulder on somebody who can knock your ass out. Fucking isn't, stupid. Isn't playing to your strengths. Oh, my God. Like, what? Yeah, that pisses me off. Like, I'm sorry, what? That legitimately... So the reason I didn't see... Obviously, the, the reason I didn't see this was because Evolution had started. So that was kind of a priority. Now, once I got the notification on my phone, I was like, oh, I gotta see this. Because I heard Kids' dad talking about it. Yeah. And then I looked, I was just like, how dumb do you have to be? Now, I don't agree with all the idiotic hacker fans who are sending out, like, death threats and everything. No, that's stupid. Like, literally, I hate every fan base who has fans but like that. But I, oh, and this angers like me like because... being mad and then there's just being stupid, but still. So, like, I get your point of trying to get field position. I, I fully understand right. that. I'm not, I'm not excusing him No, more, I know. But I can look, I can, if I had to pick one of the things to look past, I can't it look would past that. maybe look, it that's, would maybe be that. Especially if Mike McCarthy's right and he actually said something. Well, if he actually if said he, something, then he's a full-on dumbass. If, if Mike McCarthy said, take the touchback, if you get it, then then that's fully on tie. Like agreed. Like even even uh, like I cuz looking at that play I my first reaction wouldn't be that to say that he necessarily lowered his shoulder and tried to get a p- body thing. To me that like he he kind of jumped over a dude who was on the ground and then it looked like he was bracing for a hit. But no nah, he's a shifty guy so he should have made a move. Or just go down. But regardless. Or just go down. Yeah. There's another option I can see of the, just I, go down. I can see the competitive side of that. But. As can I, but there's competitive side and then there's freaking using your brain. But he shouldn't have even got to that point. You're not wrong. He needed to take the. You are why not, take the extra risk? Why wrong. risk taking the ball away from Aaron Rodgers? You are not wrong. But the moment he left and the moment he got tripped up, if I'm him, I'm just like, screw it. I'm going down. I have Aaron Rodgers as a security valve. I'm not trying to act like I'm Jerome Bettis against a dude that could knock me out nine times out of ten. I know. I. I mean, but then again, I'm also the same guy who probably would have done the same thing because I have a comp- I have a very competitive mindset. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to go the extra length. Now that's gotten me in trouble, admittedly, a few times. But as it has with Ty, Ty Montgomery here. But, but you're right. You're right. It really should not have gotten no. to that point. Down two points, you should have just taken the knee. Let Aaron do his thing, or try to do his thing against that defense. But you know, more often than not, he's going to do his he, thing. They 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 scored twice, or they scored once, I guess, in the fourth to yeah. to bring it. Ugh. Ty Montgomery robbed us as football fans. Not even a pack, not even Packer no, fans. Saying about being a Packer, he man robbed anymore. football fans of watching another Aaron of watching Rogers? of watching not only another Aaron Rodgers game winning drive. But Aaron Rodgers leading a two-minute drill to beat the undefeated Rams. The only undefeated team in football, I might add. Exactly. The Rams have cut, or have 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 had some close games, and that's why next week when they play the Saints, mm-hmm. I might lean with New Orleans. And if they don't beat the Saints, then lord that game against Kansas because City. their defense doesn't look good. I don't know what it is. They have a very talented defense. But the last couple weeks, they've been giving up 25-plus points. They've been Swiss cheese the last few weeks, yeah. It's been a lot of holes, and I I don't know if they – if Todd Gurley – I mean, Todd Gurley had 114. But, like, if they don't perform – if they don't put up 30-plus, like, they only scored 29 on us. 
If they don't put up 30-plus against the Saints, Drew Brees is putting up a 35 or 42 spot. Drew Brees just put up a 30 spot on Minnesota. Exactly. And I think Minnesota – I would take Minnesota's defense right now against the Rams' defense on how they're playing. So, I, I would – I'm I'm going to have to think long and hard Same. about that pick. Same. Like, and I, then – I have some thinking to do on – up before Thursday. I don't know who they play in two weeks, but in three weeks. Is it three weeks where they get the Chiefs? I they it get the Chiefs. Weeks. No. They get the Saints and then someone and then the. Let me verify. I'm pretty sure that's how it was. Let me verify. I think it was like the Dolphins or someone like that. But. I thought it was, no, I thought, I thought it was Packers, Saints, Chiefs. Cause I was no, like, there's. Like a death row there's someone in the middle there. All right. But yeah, the Rams are there. I think they're going to go down at least to the Saints or the Chiefs. If I had to pick, I would almost say this, the Saints. But then the Chiefs, even the Chiefs, are before their bye week. So, like, honestly, they could drop both. I don't know. I'm I'm very upset about that now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's super frustrating. Ooh, yeah, yeah, they do. It is in three weeks because they have the Saints this upcoming Sunday or yep. next, as I guess from us recording next Sunday. Two weeks from now, they tr- they are okay. So next week at New Orleans, uh, the week after. Home against Seattle. Seattle. And then the week after that, they're home against Kansas City. And then weeks 13 and 14, they're at Detroit and at Chicago, respectively. At Chicago should be interesting. That'd be very interesting. <sighs> and I I picked this game. I picked the Rams to win. Like, I, I honestly didn't expect us to win. But the fact that we had a chance and... Ty Montgomery made two boneheaded mistakes on the same play to cost us the game. That just that just irritates the hell out of me. It's it's very frustrating. I've been me and Kyle have been saying all season that we need to look into trading Ty Montgomery. And I really believe that now. <laughs> like now more than ever, I really think I, I don't know who would take him at this point. That's the only unfortunate thing. But I would look at all options, maybe even cutting him. I don't know. Or forcing him to freaking move back to wide receiver. Although now we have a lot of receivers, a lot of talent there, so he probably wouldn't even get playing time. I don't know. We need to look into that. But on the plus side, I would like to look on the upside of this because Packers offense figured some stuff out. (laughs) Our running game looked really good. They actually learned how to use Aaron Jones in in a – they just learned how to use a running game. Exactly. Yay! Exactly, and that's huge. Devontae Adams had 133 yards on five catches. That first one, I don't know if you watched any of this. The first pass to Devontae was like a 30-some yard pass. I did not see this one. It was a fucking dime in the bread basket. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. And Devontae hit a beautiful double move on Marcus Peters to get him open. Devontae's it was just a damn good receiver. Devontae's really good. He's gotten really good. After his first year, his first year he had a lot of drops. And I was very worried about him as a talent. But, God, he has – ever since Aaron went down and Hundley had to play with us last year, Devontae's looked like a top receiver in this league. And I'm justifying them letting go of Jordan. Absolutely, 100%. That's why I've been saying that we're fine. Especially now with our our couple rookie guys, uh, Equanimous St. Brown and Vantel Scantling. Not to mention the preseason and the promise that Kumaro gives them. Exactly. I think he'll and get. Rogers loved Kumaro. And I think Rod. I think they'll get a chance to use him eventually. So I, I don't know. The, and fucking Jari Alexander. Jari. We need to talk about Jari Alexander. 
This man. How many times have we talked about this kid and how much both of us respectively love this him? This kid balled the fuck he out. He was insane today. Like, legitimately, if the Bears didn't draft, uh, who'd we get? What's his name? Raquan. Raquan Smith, right. I remember I wanted the Bears to look long and hard at him in the draft. And me- the moment the Packers drafted him, I, I, was t- I wasn't upset that we drafted Roquan. But I saw that the Packers got Jair, and I was just like, fuck. Five pass deflections and seven solo tackles. See, I knew this was going to happen when the, when the Packers drafted him. Because I was looking, I was like, man, we always let the good secondary pieces go. Not that I'm mad that we got Roquan. Right. But the I was just like, any other team could have drafted Jair, and I would have been happy. The fact that the Packers got him, I was like, well, here we go. Here we freaking go. The Packers had seven pass deflections as a team. And he had five. He had five of them. The other two were Kevin King and Kentrell Bryce. He is a rookie playing playing up to the competition. And I don't think he ever plays down. He was on uh, Cooks. He was on Brandon Cooks most of the day. And blanketed him. Yes. Absolutely pocketed him. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Kevin King's one deflection was against Brandon Cooks, too. I like I like they Kevin King. They pocketed Brandon Cooks. Yes. It's basically what we're telling you people. They pocketed Brandon Cooks and a rookie did it most of the time. He's he had three catches for 74 yards, but those are just big plays. I was going to say eventually he's got to he's got to get one, right? But he he had eight targets and three catches. So those five deflections, well four of the deflections and one for Kevin King. Yeah, that's big. This kid is going to be a stud. Yes. He already is. And we are not even talking about the other side because he didn't have a big day because they weren't throwing to him because he's that good in coverage. Josh Jackson? Josh Jackson. He's not even in the stat list, I don't think. I don't think he's on the stat board because they didn't throw to him. Yeah, I legitimately don't see him in here. Did he play? (laughs) I'm sure he played. I would have heard if he was hurt. But... Uh, him, him on the outside, and you got Tremont Williams, the vet, on in the slot. I love this group. I really do. And then we got this Whitehead dude who's kind of stepped, Jermaine Whitehead. He's stepping up weird. If we can get a decent secondary, and, the, you know, I like our linemen and our outside linebackers getting pa- – like, we can get pressure on the quarterback, you especially – That defense has improved. It's improved a lot. The, the and Petten – The Petten system is – it's si- showing now. It's starting to show. It's, it's showing. Speaking of the secondary, we do need to bring up the elephant in the room. Haha, ha, Clinton Dix is just, on the trading block. I was just about to ask you, as a Packer fan, after what you just said about the secondary, do you or don't you want to trade him? Because remember, re- remember a couple weeks ago, like when I told you this, like you were, like you were surprised when I told you that he said that he doesn't think he's even going to be back in a Packer uniform next season. He thinks he's going to be gone at season's end. I know. So I'm asking you. As a Packer fan, what do you want them to do with him? <laughs> I want him to stay. Don't trade him and sign him to a big contract. The man is literally one of the best safeties in the league. So why do you think he's out of favor right now? Because we don't want to pay him. The Packers never pay secondary guys. We don't pay defensive players. The only p- defensive players we've paid in the last couple of years, Clay Matthews, Nick Perry, and we went out and got Jabril Peppers. Jab- Julius, Julius Peppers. Peppers. I was just about to say, didn't y'all pay a boatload to get him away from us? For like one or two years. Like, like <laughs> Two cut, years. Like we cut him because we thought he was old, which was a and stupid then, decision. And then, and then we got, y'all yeah. paid up the butt for him. And he and balled, he balled out, for us. out. Yeah. yeah. Those are the only guys we've really paid. We've let a lot of guys walk. We've let Devon House walk, Tremont yeah. Williams, who yeah. both came back. But that, you know, we let, 
We let Casey Hayward go. That was a mistake. Yeah, 100%. We've let a lot of guys. Micah Hyde? Who was the one? No, was it? Micah Hyde, who is a pro bowler now for the Bills. Did y'all have Al Harris as a safety? Maybe. I don't think so. Morgan Burnett? Morgan Burnett. Like, we let guys walk all the time. And then they turn out and be uh, all pros. So, like, I, I, and I... But hey, old regime, old regime. That those were all. That's why I. Regime. That's why I hated Clinton Dix's comments because this is a new general manager. This is a new year. This is the first year with but the I mean, new general he manager. Must know something that we don't know. Just like obviously, because now like the tone in the locker room and everything. But I mean, he even said that it was a big audition for him. They could very well not trade him, and they could still pay him. I want them to, because here's the other thing: if we trade him, who do you get in return? It, well, that's what the thing. Do, what do you get in return, rather? A they, pass rusher. That's the only thing I could see to replace Muhammad Wilkerson. But who would take a safety and would be willing to offload a pass? I don't know. Someone who uh, the Jaguars. <laughs> nah, they have two safeties. Never mind. I was gonna. I was just thinking because I, mean, they, I mean, they got to get rid of one of those pass rushers. I was. It's just causing. I've heard. I've heard all season that they want to ship Devon or er, Dante. Fuck is his name? Fowler. Fowler. Dante That's Fowler. Unfair. He's so good. I love Dante Fowler, but Calais Campbell's really good. And he's a lo- locker room leader. And Unique Ngakwe, I think they need to put. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. What? Kershaw? Did you get this one? No. Kershaw on possible opt-out. I haven't made the decision yet. We have three days to talk. Clayton Kershaw might lead oh. the Dodgers. Wow. Oh. That's big. What? Yo, it just gets bad to worse for the Dodgers in these last few they're years. Losing, they're going to lose Machado. So three years ago, they, they get bounced by the Cubs in the NLCS. The following year, they make it to the, to the World Series and get and get messed up and get in seven games th- this on their home field. This year, they get trounced by the – I mean, we all knew this. The best team in baseball. Break. The best team in baseball. We're not just saying that because they won the World Series. They were head and shoulders yeah. the best team in baseball. But now they're, they're going to lose Machado. Duh. They're going to lose – Arguably the best – Pitcher. pitcher in the league. Literally one of the best pitchers of our generation. Okay, we're going to talk about baseball in a little bit, but wow, that's big. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what we – I hope to God that those rumors are not true. I hope that they're rumors based on his comments. Mm-hmm. Because it wouldn't make any sense. Like, why would we trade – why would we trade away a secondary guy when – our, first of all, secondary is one of our weaknesses. So why would you trade one of our best players? The only reason is I think they could move somebody into a spot and they'd be better. But I don't want to move. I don't. Because they have. Cause why? We okay. We were talking about this last show. They have so many pieces that they that can be interchangeable, corners or safeties. They have like two guys. <laughs> Tremaine, Tremont Williams. They can move Tremont back to corner and move Jair to safety. He played a little bit. I don't want, no, but Jair's so good at corner, though. Ag- agreed, but that's what I'm saying. They have so many. And Tremont's older now. Tremont's like 30-something. Uh, and for uh, he's losing speed as a corner. Why why trade a younger safety so that we can play an older guy? I I don't they want would, it to happen. They would have to get a premium pass rush. in order Exactly. To Unless... They would have to get a Dante Fowler if they're exactly un- un- the on only him. way I'm okay with it, and I probably won't be okay with it either way because I'm in love with Haha Clinton Dix. I have his, I got his jersey his rookie year, literally the day we drafted him. I went and bought a jersey. Yeah, and we yeah, and you, didn't you guys pick him like two picks after us? Something like that. Yeah, I was pissed. Um, 
Yeah, so like I probably but the only the only way I could take something out of it would be is if we got some sort of elite pass rusher or linebacker, middle or outside. Would you take so it would have to be elite or even would you take elite? They would have to, it would like, have to be like someone good. Modified elite or would you even take like fringe like could be elite? I would take a possible, yeah. Okay. As long as we don't give up too much, you know, right. I, d- I don't want to give up Clinton Dix and a, you know, like a second, second, round, second yeah. or third round pick right. for someone who has potential. I would want it f- for that. I would want at this rate. I don't think they could go for potential. That they need people who could get them a ring now. <sighs> yeah, especially after you threw Aaron Rodgers. All we that have money. a couple years. Well, our windows slow. The windows closing, but it is. But we have a couple years in it because now we have these young corners who are under contract for a couple of years. Rodgers is under contract for a couple of years. Jimmy Graham is under contract. Devonte is under contract. Cobb's coming up this year, but that's honestly, I think we. With our wide receiver talent, we could lose Cobb, and I, I think we'd be fine to be the same thing with Jordy. Our our window isn't this year, especially the way we're playing. We're three and th- we're three three and one now. Yeah, we're three three and one. Ah, I don't know. I don't want to trade him. I really don't. Next topic. <laughs> Your Bears look decent against the Jets. Why is it that you always say something positive and then you got to bookend it? Because with backhanded ass comment about that. Okay, what do you want? Wow, you beat a really good team. I'm not saying that the Jets are world class. I'm just saying, can we? Can you just give credit where credit's due for once without finding some negative? And by no, some, I mean the all Bears. the negatives. Go ahead. I'm waiting for you to rip on Trubisky now too. I'm just saying. I'm just gonna wait. Okay, here's my one thing. Okay, Khalil Mack was out. Yes, which, you guys, was a, which was a great call. You guys, I want to go on record and say that was a wonderful yes, call because they should not rush him back. Especially against, the, especially against especially the Jets. Especially against the Jets with all the games that we have upcoming, we need him full strength. Now, without Khalil Mack, you held the Jets to 153-yard passing and 57 yards rushing. That's why we're a top-five defense. Exactly. That is the one good takeaway. Without Khalil Mack. Here's the little caveat. <laughs> Here we go. Freaking go. It's a rookie quarterback. That's the biggest care. thing. That's the biggest thing. I also want to point out Isaiah Corral, 13 carries for 25 yards. Sam Darnold, five carries for 22. <laughs> Awkward. Yikes. Yeah. I don't, I, again, Trubisky, Yo, did you, did you Trubisky's running too much. Jesus. That's, he, I will say, I, I, cause I was watching Red Zone for the first amount, for the first, the, Tell the noon games. Tell saw the Tariq Cohen touchdown play. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he's so, he topped at almost 22 miles per hour. See, and that's the, He's I mean, a human joystick. He is. Yeah. And then he he also dropped a wide open pass later that hit him in the hands. Yeah. But um no, and that's why I I can't I'll give I'll give Trubisky credit for the second touchdown that he threw cuz it looked decent. Like I don't think that's where he wanted to throw it, but it still worked. It I was it it was where the defense couldn't get it, and that's what you need to do. Yes. So I can give credit to I that think one. People, but I can't give credit. I can't. Arm. Yes, it's better. It's a lot. It's strong. Better than, it, yeah, it's a lot better than I think people want to give it credit. And he can put it in tight spots. Yeah, it's he can. just he needs to actually put it in that spot, and he doesn't do that very often. Growing pains, though. It's it's. I mean. Oh, absolutely. He's a second he's year. A second quarterback, year yeah. quarterback. He. And a first he, year in a new system. Right. Yeah. First year in a new system. He played, no, I completely he agree. played half the season last year. He's also, ooh, what is that, like 50, high 50 percentage? Yeah, so. but again, he's learning a new system. Right, last no, year, yeah. They, last year, John Fox barely let him do anything. You guys only sacked Arnold once. 
that's probably not great. <laughs> no, but I mean, if we're still able to hold them. Yes. No, I I completely agree. Then I completely he agree. Still did the job. I don't know. I'm just I can't give Trubisky credit for the first touchdown and 70 of those yards. So really, if but you that take was, that away, it's that only 150. A, okay, that was a master call by the offensive, right. by the offensive coordinator. The Jets literally sent everyone and their grandma. Okay, but just like, but just dunks it off to Cohen. But but if you if it's not Tariq Cohen and a normal and a different running back, you know, Jordan pro- Howard would have broke that one. Okay, but just assuming like another running back would have got tackled or something, you know, may, maybe still a big gain for like 20 or 30 yards. Did you see how much space was on that field? Nobody. That's was still. Be, then he's under 200 yards. Nobody would have touched Cohen, Howard, me. There was a chance for him to get tackled. He he was just too fast. Nobody would have been able to catch it. The only way somebody would have caught him the field was name me. Uh, Legarrette Blount would have been the only one that would have been able to catch because he's <laughs> he's slow. He's, I don't. He's know. a straight up power back. I'm just saying, Trubisky still only put up 220 yards, what and he is ex- running. Can I ask you what you expect from Mitchell Trubisky? I'm. I don't expect a lot out of Mr. Trubisky. But, but I mean, it seems like you do. You're expect- no. There's a level you're expecting him to hit. I'm trying to prove a p- something. I'm there's trying to prove a point. Something. Okay, never you- mind. Oh yeah, see, you know this guy probably would have got someone. He would have like got Garrett Blunt, maybe. He would. He would have got most other running backs. That was Jordan, a really good angle. Not Jordan Howard. Mm, I have to disagree on that. But anyway. Or he would have just stiff armed him all the way down to. <clears> but anyway. The world, but I'm. I I want to know what your realistic expectations are for Trubisky because it always just seems that there's a caveat. My expectations, my expectations for Trubisky are the same for Dak Prescott: two hundred, one hundred and fifty to a two hundred yards a game. Yeah. The right. reason I'm so critical, Trubisky is so much better than Prescott. I don't know about that. I know about. That. I put them at the same level. I don't. The know. reason I'm so critical is because if you guys had one tier above Mitch Trubisky as a quarterback. Yes. You would be an elite Super Bowl team. Yes. If you had a Jared Goff, if yes. you had uh, I can't even like if you had Peyton Manning towards the end of his career. If we had a Deshaun Watson when we Oh well Jesus, he's a couple tiers ahead of Mitch Trubisky. Duh. Uh, now. If you would have drafted either of the other two quarterbacks in that draft. <laughs> if wishes were fishes. That's the one thing I tried to tell myself after we didn't draft Watson. But for the circumstance, given the circumstance Given that John that John Fox didn't even let him throw the ball at all until like what the last three games of the season last year, he's learning a new system. He's got all these new toys to play with. <clears throat> he is doing. So, this entire team is performing already above my expectations. See that, but that's the thing. This is the team and not Trubisky. That's my argument. Trubisky's performing better than I thought he would. <laughs> I thought he'd have a lot of growing pains, and he still kind of is. But he's but he's pushing through them. And the fact All that right. made me feel good about it, I had a good feeling about it after the Packer game. While everyone was bitching and moaning, I was just like, you know what? Oh, yeah, you have to take – pu- yeah. Like, there are some positives like that's, here. I, there I did that. a lot yeah. of positives here. I did that with the Rams today. So, I'm, go- I'm go- But I will say, I will say that all these games, you know, we're seeing the defense still doing defensive things. And the offense, once they get all the kinks out, I, I mean, you and I have talked about this on the show and off the show. The archetype that they fought to fall under – is the St. Louis, St. Louis, the Los Angeles Rams. The biggest tests that are going to come up, the biggest tests are going to be that Rams game. And then when they got to go against basically everybody in the division, because they essentially close out their season against the division. Yep. That's going to be what is going to make or break. If Trubisky can answer the call like he did in week one and can answer the call like he did against New England, the Bears will be fine. 
the Bears will be completely fine. <laughs> it would help if they add some more offensive pieces too. Mitch Trubisky had a four-year contract as a rookie. Yeah. This is year t- two. Yeah. So he has two more years after this. Yeah. You guys won't win a playoff game. We'll get one. No. We're going to get one. You can't win a playoff game without a quarterback. We're, we're going to get one. He's still growing. We're- you guys would be better off with Nick Foles. You know what? Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, duh. But Josh McCown. We we went down that route before. <laughs> <laughs> that was with a different coach. We went down that route. Mike Glennon. No, I'm kidding. No, never again. Can you guys, can you guys go sign like Sam Bradford or something? You, you want us to fail. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you legitimately just want us to fail. Of course, I do. Mitchell Trubisky will. Tur- he's not going to be. He's not going to be in Deshaun Watson's tier. He's not going to be in Jared Goff's tier. Unless you guys but play, he is going to be damn good. There is enough signs to show that he's going to be a damn good quarterback. Not great, but pretty damn good enough. If the Baltimore Ravens can have Trent Dilfer as a quarterback, uh, that's a fair point. Uh-huh. But, but that's already better that's than a different Dilfer. that's a different era. Completely, Football has changed that so is much. Completely true, but and we're in a league where offenses run wild, and this is the scheme that is perfect for this type of NFL. And Trubisky is good enough to fit the system. But again, we're talking about Trubisky, and yet he's a second year quarterback. But this is technically year one, if you really think about it. Unless second you guys year in the league year one as far as like an established quarterback, we can we can maybe revisit this. At the end of at the end of his third year of his contract, if you guys end up playing Washington in the first round, I'll give you one win in his career. But unless because you play New Orleans, Mm-mm, not happening. Okay, no Minnesota. I would pick Minnesota. Well, we we don't know that. We still they still have to play each other. I want to watch that game that they have to play. Like I like I said, I'll probably be picking Minnesota. Washington, you guys would beat. The Rams are not beaten. No. Us, well, it's still proven to see we're getting better. You guys are, are, are also getting better, so it'll it'll be a fun matchup in Chicago. Oh, man, I might actually have to go buy tickets. Pretty that. sure Aaron kind of owns Chicago sometimes. In Chicago, yeah, Aaron finds a way to just – Aaron, just, yeah. Don't, he, and he always oh, wants God, to have to what was that? Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't bring – I was going to bring up Randall Cobb. Don't! But. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say that man who was supposed to be in fucking coverage. Don't. Who was it? Don't say his name. I honestly don't even know who I it was. I don't want to say his name. Okay. His initials are the same letter. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think I know. Yeah. <laughs> so a game that I can't take any positives out of. Okay. Happened across the pond. Yeah, I got, okay, I got to ask you, what the hell is happening? Okay, actually. Like, what is, also, can I ask you, what the fuck was half of that defense thinking going out and partying and everything and not paying the bill? You I didn't see that? I didn't hear about that. Several Jaguars players got detained. Ah, uh, they got arrested. The I did. For not paying a bill after going out and partying. First problem, going out and partying. Yes. Before a game. 100%. Second problem, not paying. And you're not even in the country. Yeah. They, that's self-inflicted at that point. I'm sorry. No, the only thing I could say is maybe they forgot. Maybe they started leaving the party. I don't know. That, that, that's not you me. You don't t- forget. I mean, I, it's, po- it's plausible. Right. It's plausible, but I don't think that's the case. No, I agree. I, that's shitty. I did not. I heard that they got detained, and I forgot to click on the link. 
Um, How did Bortles do? 286 yards, no interceptions. Oh, good. Yeah, good. He, he did fine. It's our running game. Carlos Hyde had six carries for 11 yards. Blake Bortles had eight carries for 43. Blake is like, you know what? I'm going to say it. Here we go. Blake Bortles is at the same level of Mitch Trubisky. Bortles has been in the league longer. What part of this is technically year one of the Mitch Trubisky experiment? Second I, year I think they're the same quarterback. One. Now? But, uh, Tr- Mr. Trubisky Trubisky's not, not gonna, he's, he's not, not going to turn into Drew Brees overnight. But he's not going to stay at Blake Bortles' level. He could maybe reach Kirk Cousins' level. That's his ceiling in my eyes. Really? Yes. Re- wow. He does okay. not show a lot of potential. He's He fits in this scheme. That's the only reason. That. I don't know about it's that. It's the man. same argument that I make with Jared Goff. If you move Jared Goff into any other offense, maybe even the Bears offense, he would maybe succeed. But you need a good offensive coordinator to make him successful. If you put him with a defensive coach, they're not going to succeed. That's why... But when you have guys you like you have to be a generational talent, in my opinion, to be able to succeed in both offense. You just have to be an athlete. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't make you a good quarterback. Okay, so then what are you looking for? Are you looking for a good athlete, or are you? Looking I'm looking for, for a guy who can put a ball in the in the bread basket. Mitchell Trubisky can put the ball in the bread basket. Not consistently. But that's fine. Growing <laughs> Bay, year one. I don't know how many times I have to explain this. He played under a defensive fucking coach last year who barely let yeah, him throw the ball. Exactly. This is year one of the Mitchell Trubisky experiment in year two of his contract. Let the man live. Who would have thought I'd be defending Mitchell Trubisky like this after they drafted him? Remember how mad I was when yeah. that happened? But still. So here is the the Jag- Like I said, the Jaguars' problem is running. We need Leonard Fournette back. Yeah. What's his, what's the timetable on that? Next week. We have a bye week this week, okay. and then he's at back after the bye week. Will he be at full strength? I think so. Okay. Because I think he would have been able to return this week if we had a game. So, I yeah. But again, full strength. But then again, last time he came back, he got re-injured. Right. You don't, I think at this point. That, that's why I like the Carlos Hyde trade, and this is the first game, so I'm not giving up on Carlos right. Hyde by any means. I think he's going to work because he's – more or less the same player as Leonard Fournette, just not as good. Yeah. So he'll he'll fit the scheme. I would say Fournette has more of that explosive ability than Carlos. Oh, Hyde. absolutely. Carlos Hyde has it, but not as. It's like every once in a while, Leonard Fournette <sighs> is like an every time he touches the ball. If we would have got Lamar Jackson, oh. Uh, because remember Carlos Hyde with Colin Kaepernick. Unreal. They that that, that duo played off each other's. It was, Those it, read options were unstoppable. The dynamic both of them had together was insane. And then you have Lamar Jackson. Who's a better quarterback, in my opinion, than, than Kaepernick, at throwing the ball? He, I mean, he looked right it. In co- he looked it in college. No, I would say, I, I guess he had the we potential. Don't know a whole lot about Lamar. I mean, we only know he had the potential. He looked like yes. a better thrower, to yes. me, in my opinion. Well, I still think Kaepernick had a cannon. On he him. had a cannon. I just think Lamar's a better thrower because Lamar had a lot of pocket. But the, the, True, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but can you imagine if you had Lamar Jackson and Leonard Fournette? And then if Fournette goes down, Carlos Hyde. I'm just saying, I really think we should. No question. I'm glad you brought up. Who did we draft in the first round? I'm glad you brought up Lamar Jackson. Because I'm not about to ask you about Lamar Jackson. But I am. (laughs) (laughs) But but this quarterback reminded me of somebody. And I have to ask you this because a trade deadline, by the time everybody else hears this episode, 
will be in essentially 24 hours or so. Do they or don't they look at Teddy Bridgewater? No, the Saints are keeping. I don't think the Saints are going to get rid of Bridgewater. But Is a he lot on the, of teams are calling for him. Really? Teams are calling. I would like to. Like, teams are – like, because everyone thinks – and even Jay Glazer was saying, like, this might be already the most active trade period in the league. That makes me so excited. Like, just based on the the temperature of the league and how the president was already essentially set with the the Oakland-Chicago trade and everything else, he thinks this might be the most active few days leading up to the deadline. So that's why I'm asking, do you you think they have enough confidence in Blake Bortles to be like, you know what? If it's not you, it's going to be Cody Kessler. We're going to ride it out. We're going to we're going to ride through the ship. They're not going to ride Cody Kessler. But I'm saying between I believe between I do these two quarterbacks. Do you think they ride it out or no. do they go out and get someone? I believe they do go get someone. I don't know if it's be someone a trade like Bridgewater. Or free agency. I don't know who would be out in free agency. I can name one. I me too, but no one's going to sign him. You're right. I, we we've talked about this. Ca- it, ca- cap no one's going to get Kaepernick. Kaepernick everybody. I want someone to get Kaepernick. Like I've I been on like that I train. just said, can you imagine reuniting Carlos Hyde and Colin Kaepernick with Damn that it. defense on the other? Mm. I just want Colin Kaepernick in the damn league. But I I like the shout of Teddy Bridgewater. I wouldn't mind that at all. I because he honestly is a more talented Blake Bortles. More mobile, better arm. Yeah, more accurate arm. So he's better than Blake Bortles. Exactly. He's not the same level. He's just better. He he is a better Blake Bortles. They have the same play style. Where I, they I don't think I think Bridgewater's a little bit more of a better athlete. It's about 60-40 running passing. Yeah, but I still think Bridgewater is a much better athlete than Bortles is. Slash oh, absolutely. Is. Bortles is just a good runner. Obviously, he's, he's been our leading rusher. He's more mobile than I thought. I I completely disrespected he's, his mobile game, but he he can to move use, what he wants to. To use a football term that I hate, he's sneaky athletic. Bitch, all of these players are professional athletes. They're obviously they're athletic, but anyway. <laughs> um, I can see I can see what you mean by hating that phrase. I but, don't okay, like it. So then let me ask let me ask you this: If you wake up in the morning on Tuesday, right yeah. before the deadline, yeah, and you get an alert on your phone that says Jaguars trade for Teddy Bridgewater for X Y Z. Well, one, what do you hope the Jaguars gave up to get Teddy Bridgewater if you were the GM? And two, would you be okay with that trade? Dante, I think I, I, think I know the, the answer to the second Dante question. Dante Fowler for Bridgewater and a pick. What pick? From the Saints? I don't Because if you're giving him Dante Fowler. Third or fourth round. <laughs> maybe this. Maybe next year's third round or this year's fourth. What about a fifth rounder? I could see that, yeah, okay. if it's this year. Yeah. Legitimately, I could see that. Or we have a lot of young receiver talent, I guess. The other thing I could see the Jaguars doing is a tight end. <laughs> We've had the Jaguars have had three tight ends go down on injuries this year. We our two tight ends are practice squad and off of the couch. <laughs> so I could see that too. Who's off of the couch? I, I don't know the guy's name. Right. Uh, that's how. That's how it is. I legitimately don't know the dude. Don't know the dude's name. Not even he wasn't even on practice squad. Nope, we signed him off of the streets. Not even CFL. No. Arena football. Yeah, he was a he was a player who didn't make a roster, so he got a day job, I guess. Damn. Yeah, and we picked him up, and he's been playing. But good for him. Yeah, good for. <laughs> I could probably find his name in here, but that's the American dream. Blake Bell. That's Maybe. Good think that's it or he might have been the practice squad guy Greenwich might have been the guy off I don't know anyways I could see tight end but no I like the shot of quarterback I would like to get someone I don't know who we would get 
other than Bridgewater. Can I make a bold prediction? Sure. Bortles doesn't finish this season as starting quarterback. Uh, unless we get someone, we're not starting Cody Parkey. Or jeez, Cody Parkey. I don't. I'm, we're fa- not starting Cody Kessler. The fact that Marone still said that he's the, the Marone said that Bortles was on a short leash does not give me confidence for the rest of the season. I don't believe Bortles finishes. Twenty four forty one. Two eighty six. Week is still a long season to go. And he was our leading rusher. He I fits that offense too well. He does, but I just have a bad feeling. Unless we get the, another quarterback. The, the, that actually not even. If we don't get another court, I Cody Kessler's not going in and starting a game. If Unless the, Bortles if, goes out and throws four interceptions. If the Jags continue to slide the way they are, Kessler's finishing the season as a starter. But that's the thing. B- Bortles basically has an out right now with Fournette. If Fournette comes back and puts up 100 yards and they still lose because Bortles threw two interceptions, then you can make that argument. But right now, Bortles has an out with no running game. So we revisit, He is the running game. So we revisit this conversation in two weeks, basically. Yes. 100%. Deal. Deal. I can Ooh, the game. next Jaguars game, I'm going to have my new jersey. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, da, 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 da. We talked about the Thursday night game. Yep. Bengals Bucks. Fitzmagic is back. Amen. Now, you guys probably saw me tweeting this because I was live tweeting during the noon slot of games. You know what we didn't do? What? Live tweet evolution. Yeah, I was going to, but me and Nate were talking the whole time, and that was really fun. I think I just got too caught up in the actual pay-per-view. Yeah. We're going to talk about that soon. Yeah. Um... But no, so Jameis Winston goes in, throws four interceptions. No wonder Deshaun Jackson wants to be traded. Deshaun Jackson still has, oh, he's still really good. I know, and he asked to be traded. So Jameis Winston oh, threw. Chicago. Jameis Winston, 18 of 35 with four interceptions. He had a QBR of 31. Yo, I haven't played quarterback in years, and I'm pretty sure I could be have a better QBR than that. And Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in, down 17. Scores 18 points in the fourth quarter. That doesn't seem right. That really doesn't seem right. Where's Must have been score? down to 18. What's the box score? 27 to 9. That's 18. Yeah. Okay, they were down 18. I heard a wrong stat earlier. That's their fault, not mine. <laughs> down 18. He scores 18 unanswered in the fourth quarter. Ryan Fitzpatrick does. On his on three drives, mind you, he had three drives of offense. Touchdown, field goal, touchdown. And the touchdown came on a fourth and two in the fourth quarter with, like, a minute to go. And then, unfortunately, the Bengals drove down and got a field goal because he left a minute five with a timeout for the Bengals. So that's unfortunate. But Fitzmagic is back, and Jameis Winston probably doesn't have a starting job. No. For a while. No. I think that that fan base would be fucking pissed <laughs> if Jameis Winston started a game the rest of the season. You want to hear a prediction that I don't think it's bold at all? Winston gets cut? Traded? Yeah, or not trade. No one wants him now. Jameis, this season is the last season we see Jameis Winston in a Tampa Bay Bucks uniform. Is it bad that I kind of want to see him in Jacksonville? Yes. He's got raw talent, but... I can't even defend him because literally I don't know if you've seen this interception. Raw talent, Have you seen this he, interception? Almost it's almost like he searches out ways to screw it up. Have you seen this interception? No, you need to show me. Holy this is my shit. My live reaction turn. All right. He legit I want to find this, this is, so bad. You I guys are getting all the live reactions. I don't right know now. if it's this on is here. Great. 
I don't think it's going to be on here. Dude. Winston says, once I stop turning the ball over, we'll be rolling. Yeah, you won't be turning it over because you'll be on the bench. Yeah, I uh, don't see any of it. I don't see. Is it on? Would they have it on there? Yeah, probably. probably. But yeah. Everything on So NFL. he legitimately threw it to the other team. Like he. I feel like every quarterback's made that mistake once. But Winston. Does it often, yeah. Winston finds a way to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> he. Oh, it's like, yeah. trust me, you're going to. You're going to think the same thing when you see this. Okay. Ah! I was stop gonna, it. I was going to say, you seem to know my, my reactions when it comes to these games. Yeah. So. Let me go on. If, uh, it's, official. if, it's, if I'm going to react the way I think I'm going to react, then... Winston was bad. He okay. was t- terrible oh, today. Yeah, I gathered that. That's the biggest thing that I'm trying to say. Well, um, I mean, you don't have to prove that to me. He, he was just making bad mistakes. Like, there was one play that he threw that two cornerbacks had a play on. But because they both went for it, they knocked it out of each other's hands. But, like, the wide receiver wasn't open. Like, in no way was he open. And the commentator was literally sitting there. Like, what it, What does he see? So, tell me, what's his record ever since he was just like, we go eat a W today. We go <laughs> eat a W? Because he's, he's made an ass out of himself since he did Winston that. throws third. Yeah, I think this third? is I think is his third interception. Oh, I'm ready. Wait, third? This he had four. Yeah, is the know, third one, and then they kept him in he there. He didn't learn his lesson to no. not throw it straight to the defense after interception Where two. Is it? Why isn't Give it, it time. Is, it is that it? Yeah. Yep. That's yeah, it. That's okay. it. That's it. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I hope this is it. Live reaction. All right. To this. So. All right. So. First and ten. All right. Take the ball. Play action. Yeah. Jameis Winston back in the pocket. Oh, that wasn't it. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. Never I mean, mind. first of all, where the hell was he throwing? That too. He that, definitely was that just overthrew. An overthrow? He definitely overthrew. That had to have been an overthrow, right? Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I thought it was the third one. <laughs> right, let's go to let's go to interception sec number two. Throws interception under pressure. I think this one's it. Okay, if it's an under pressure interception, it's then may it is, but it isn't. All right. Oh, he got killed. Okay, um, but okay, okay, yeah, yeah run okay, it back, run okay, it back, but run it okay, but run it back, <laughs> but okay, but all right, again, again, first and ten. Yes, all right. Wow, he's real. Okay, before you play it, what's with him and? Turning it over on first and ten. Honestly. First of all, why are they passing on first and ten after, like, the billionth time? Wouldn't you run it? I, I don't know. After the billionth Actually, yes. I you run the damn ball? Especially when I – yeah. Like no, I my said, my guess, strategy is always run, and then depending – obviously, you have to know I mean, what I'm you okay do. I'm passing it on first and ten, but if you keep on throwing interceptions – Again, play action. Okay, yeah. Some pressure. Steps up, and he tries to f- – and then – What the l- hell was literally, that? Literally to the other guy. Bring I, that back again. Look okay. at, yeah, I think it's I think it's him. Yeah, it's number fifty two. Now I'm so gonna. What's he hesitating for? Now he's had a, hesitating to create some time. I don't know. He stopped moving. Yeah. And then he has to throw over that guy. Now where is he throwing? <laughs> to him, maybe. No, because it goes right there. Yeah, I know. You know where he he's throwing he's here, here, but this guy's ten yards back by where the pass he goes. Did not have enough zip to get no. there. And then this guy, yeah. That's how bad this play was. <laughs> that's how bad that was Winston that was Winston's day right there. Look at oh here, they have another angle All of right, it. Yeah. They have another angle of it. So he gets this. Okay. And now look I'm at looking at fifty two. I'm looking at fifty. Mm-mm, and then right to him. Literally right to him. Did he really think he was gonna hit Mike Evans on that pass? Uh yeah, apparently. No, but the thing that I don't get, if you're the coach, at some point I feel like we need to stop looking at Jameis Winston and how bad he is and then realize how good Fitzpatrick is. Hit cancel, hit cancel, hit cancel, hit cancel. I will. Okay. 
That's just hit cancel. Hit cancel. Oh, boy, that could have been bad. I have 40 bad. seconds. Yeah, that would have been bad. Okay, so at some point, we got to look at the coaches after we realize, hey, man, your quarterback has thrown, a, has thrown a bunch of interceptions already on a play action on first and 10. Here's a thought. Don't run play action on first and 10. That too. I feel that. Who is their coach? So, I mean. I don't know who their coach is. I yeah. mean. I, as oh, you know what? They just fi- they fired their offensive coordinator yeah. last week. Really? So this is a new. This was a new guy. His first day as OC. So that I I I I'm give a 20, I give an excuse. I am twenty three years old, still taking coaching classes, yeah. and I could have told you to not run play action if your QB is throwing three picks on first and ten. I th- run something else. That was either his first or his second pick. Because okay, that so, was the first quarter. All right. So why do you do it again on the third on the third pick? No, I completely agree. Um, He's still not excused. The only (laughs) argument I can make to that is my mindset as a coach is to run it. So if you on first down, so I, I wouldn't just do a normal drop back on first down. Why don't you just do a delayed handoff or just do a normal drop back pass? If you want to pass it so bad on first down. I don't know. It's interesting. Like the definition of insanity is literally doing the same stupid thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yes. That was insanity. I agree. Mike Evans was the NFL leading receiver with 179 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and that's all thanks to Fitzmagic. <laughs> sucks he doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah. So, Seahawks are sneaky good. They're four they're resurging. They're, they're resurging. four and three now. Yeah, they bet. Like yeah. what? Chris Carson had 25 carries, 105 yards. Do are the Seahawks good or do the Lions just? The, I tweeted this too. The Lions are the shakiest. Are the are, the Lions are the most week-by-week week team I have ever seen in the last decade. You don't know what team you're going to get with the Detroit Lions. Even under, like, three new coaches now, they're shaky. They're a different team every week. Uh, so, I don't I, I don't read too much into this for the Seahawks. The only reason I do is because they the are on a little bit of a roll. The Seahawks are resurging. The way they're playing and everything, I do believe – I don't believe they're going to go back to that magic that they had years ago, but they're – but they're going back to being at the very least competitive. Yeah. And as for Detroit, yeah, it's really you don't know what you're going to get with this team. Oh, yeah, and I also tweeted Stafford is magical sometimes because he did have a couple good plays. He's I, I like him as a quarterback. I really do. If the Jaguars could get a hold of Matt Stafford, I would, Not be, happening. I would be perfectly okay. Not happening. Not happening. happening you're right. Detroit but give him a fat contract? I have one hashtag for you. Is it what I think it is? Hashtag MVP oh. Ahomes. Never use that again. Nope, it's happening. I've already used it a shit ton. <laughs> Hashtag Patrick Mahomes with the VP in there. <laughs> it, uh, it's not a hashtag on that one. Wait a minute. Oh, there. Uh, Where? Come on. Where? I used it a couple times. Okay, Here we go. Bip. Where? MVP, MVP Ahomes. It looks good in writing. It's hard to say. Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP. You can mm-hmm. literally just use Mahomes. Three, I could use that too, but that doesn't. it doesn't imply that he's Mahomie, the MVP. Hashtag Mahomes MVP. Hashtag Ma MVP. <laughs> Patrick my MVP. My MVP. No, no, no. He can threw we, 300 yards. Yeah, can we just get to why we're talking And four about touchdowns. But, but. I mean, yes, he was really good. He's obviously really good. And my jersey should be here sometime this week. But we need to talk about Kareem Hunt. Did you see this run? Oh, the one where you just 
leaped over a dude, just Super Mario jumped this cat? I When we start making merch, <laughs> I'm going to make an Air Hunt t-shirt because... I'm pretty sure, like, five people have beat you to it. I don't care. I'm still going to do it because okay. Kareem Hunt... Also, no, the one that they're making, I'm sure, because the call on this... And I'm going to turn the sound on. That's not the Kevin Harlan call. That's not the Kevin Harlan call. He he said jumps and he scores and then he says holy Toledo. That's the real one right there because he went to Toledo. Um, that was such a good run. Kareem Hunt is underappreciated on that team. Duh. He's such a beast because if you don't have that running power, you don't get the play actions and you don't get like the all the all the fun and exciting offense that you have. You don't get that without a good running game. And Kareem Hunt is a special running back. I love it. Oh. Now, but yeah. Chiefs beat the Broncos for the second time this season. Good offense beats a good defense. We've seen that yep. the past couple of weeks. Redskins beat the Giants as we thought they would. Yep. Redskins are now 5 and 2 atop of the a- a- NFC East. Words I never thought I'd say. Strange. Adrian Peterson ran for 149 yards and a touchdown. My dad was right. Everything back in the day does know find its way to come back. I, AP, at man. Adrian Peterson. At AP's Alex a legend. Smith. Speaking of legends, we're going to skip that one for a second. The Panthers, 36-21. to 21. This is a different team since Greg Olson has returned. Yeah. And Greg Olson makes that team. Well, he is a different. Exactly. He is a different kind of animal out there. Four catches, which 56 is a, which yards. Is a shame on the receiving core because they drafted that, that DJ Moore kid and he hasn't panned out yet. Five catches, 90 yards today. Okay, great. He had he had himself a day today. Good. Should have had a touchdown, but he was down at the one. Um, About damn time. Yeah, no, he's good. About damn time. <laughs> he, yeah, he finally balled out today. He had two rushes for 39 yards also on sweeps, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, and their, <laughs> their punter threw it throw today too oh lamar jackson went four for five today and a touch he threw a touchdown today holy shit lamar jackson threw his first touchdown today that's awesome good for him i'm glad uh flacco had 192 yards one touchdown two interceptions you might you might start seeing a little more lamar i don't know man the panthers play very well at home that's just they do they do uh yeah, Ravens are another shaky team. They're, they need to figure something out on offense. They need a shaky running team with an elite defense. They need a running. O- they need a running game too. That I mean, that's well, what it comes down Collins to. Isn't cutting it. No, it, he really isn't. Consistently, at least. Uh, Steelers beat the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baker. I can't even say James Conner had himself a day. James Conner had 146 yards and two touchdowns Thank on the ground. Goodness, I have. I've seen. Now. I'm gonna pull this up because I. I'm pretty sure I liked it. Uh. James Conner has been balling out, and I said this on the Twitter also. Uh, Le'Veon Bell doesn't have a starting job. If, if people if people still think that he's going to be one, running back number one on that depth chart, they don't know what's happening. So, comparing 2017 Le'Veon Bell to 2018 James Conner through the first seven games of the season, Le'Veon Bell had 898 total yards mm-hmm. and four touchdowns through seven games. James Conner threw that same stretch, 922 yards, nine touchdowns. So that's 
24 more yards and five more touchdowns. He's more productive. So that brings up the argument, is it just is Le'Veon a system running back? I don't actually no, I don't actually believe no, that. Let's but stop, let's stop trying to use the term system position player. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded in the next two days. It's heavily expected that he won't, but I think after today's I think game, he should. After today's I game, think I they think should they try should. to I think they should try to get something for I, him. I don't disagree with you. It's just that literally forty eight hours ago the belief was that Steelers ain't gonna do anything with him. I also tweeted out a meme because I'm I'm hip with the kids. Uh Antonio Brown is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Changed my mind. You had to make that a meme. Yeah, I literally, I and I didn't have time to edit it, so I all I said, I tweeted that, and then I put a blank picture that just said, I put the, the meme, it didn't say anything on the poster, it just said, change my mind. So I didn't, It's not a legit meme, but it was a meme nonetheless. But legitimately, though, best wide receiver. I Put him on the Bears, he makes Mitch Trubisky look good. Baker didn't look terrible. Uh, he had the one interception to Joe Hayden. <laughs> You're salty about it. Joe Hayden picked off his former team. Love it. Uh, 22 for 36, 180 yards. So a lot of dink and dunks, but whatever. I don't know. Big Ben looking good. Only one sack on him, so that's good too. The so the Cleveland's defense is kind of slacking, and I think I think that's just the rookie play. <laughs> Get over. <laughs> why? Get over the Trubisky. Why do you find the need to just always take shots? Because I don't like the Bears. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> they take we all the shots that I want. Talking about them. No, we don't. No, we 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 can. Okay. Uh, Colts hung up forty-two on the Raiders. <laughs> surprise of no one. Hopefully. How long do you think Derek Carr gets benched this year? Yes. I do too, <laughs> because only because he went and traded for AJ McCarron. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets shipped. Teams are calling for him. Ooh. Okay, Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater. Derek Carr. Okay. Easy. Right. Derek Carr has so much potential. And Bridgewater doesn't. Oh, he does. But Derek Carr is more of a quarterback, like a legit pocket. He can be a pocket passer, and he can move when he needs to. Derek Carr at one point played himself in MVP play until he. Jacksonville. I'm trying to uh Shakan, if you're listening to this. Go and get Der- Derek Carr. I almost said David Carr. <laughs> go get Derek Carr. And please play off and pay off my student tuition. Give the <laughs> give the Raiders a n- more draft picks. I don't care. Give them Dante Fowler cuz they want a pass rusher. Go get Derek Carr. I wonder how they can find an elite pass rusher. By maybe not trading one. Or you can trade Derek Carr for Dante Fowler. I'm fine with that, too. Uh, Luck has a new favorite target. And his name is? Jack Doyle. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marlon Mack. He only had the two catches, but he ran for 132 yards and 25. He, they ha- he has a weapon now. With a running game and Andrew Luck, That's it's a it's an a- dangerous, especially with Eric Ebron and, and uh, T.Y. Hilton, it, that could turn into a dangerous offense. If they can hang up 42 most weeks, they're going to be a good team. Uh, we already talked Packers, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, 18 to 15. This one ended. Do we have to talk about this? Yawn. Not really. Okay. Larry Fitzgerald put up 102 yards receiving. All reliable. He still got it. And the Saints to end out the night beat the Vikings in the rematch of the 
NFC Divisional Round, 30-20 to 20 in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins put up 359 passing yards, but it didn't get the job done against no, Drew Brees. I will admit, Kirk Cousins looked good. 31 for 41. But, Drew Brees, you know, on that team, I, I believe it, it had, wow, why did they, why were they so good? There's one pick. Oh, pick six. That's big. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I mean, that's really the biggest thing. Will Lutz hit a couple, hit three field goals and three extra points. So he had 12 points on the night. Yeah, that uh, a defense must have been the biggest thing. Like, even though they allowed a lot of points, they bend, bend don't break. It's yeah. the biggest thing. So, I. And, and if you're Minnesota playing the Saints, you have to score touchdowns. Like, it's the same thing with the Packers and the Rams. You can't kick field goals and expect to beat a good offense. Like, you have to score touchdowns when you get opportunities. That's all. You, that's what it comes down to. So, uh, Tuesday's episode, we'll talk about – or Wednesday's episode, we'll talk about the Bills-Patriots if we need to. We'll see. We'll probably be talking trades. <laughs> Because that'll be after the trade deadline. So I can't wait. Because you guys know how much I love a trade deadline. Oh, I'm so excited. Now, real quick, before we get to WWE Evolution, I do want to talk about the World Series. We, the Red Sox won. Dude. Red, Red Sox won. <laughs> Fuck the Dodgers. Red Sox won. Uh, called it. Just have to pat myself on the back. We both fucking called it. Let's not act like you're the only one who did. The Dodgers only didn't get swept because they got lucky in 18. <laughs> it took them twice as many innings to finally get lucky and hit a home run. Like, uh, whatever. I <laughs> There's not much. I, I didn't watch most of this. Uh, Manny Machado looked ridiculous to end the World Series, and that's all I care about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, (laughs) Robert says Kershaw exemplifies what it means to be a Dodger. You mean choking the playoffs? Yikes! Hey, oh, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) oh man, the Red Sox lost three games in the World Series or in in the in the World Series in the playoffs. They lost three games, They they lost one to the Yankees, one to Houston, one to the Dodgers. Sox still had the better postseason record. But, however, the <laughs> the Red Sox, they have won four World Series in the last. And the last two years. times that they've won, they've been the best team in the league yeah. also. Yeah. So. 2013, mm-hmm. they, they were the best yep. one. Yep. So, I don't know. I'm sad that baseball's over. That's probably the biggest thing. Uh, I mean, I, baseball was over for me when the Brewers got bounced. Oh, absolutely. But now it's, like, actually over. Right. Like, now I can't watch – home runs like I, I still went back and watched highlights of these games because i like MLB baseball be dry for a minute. yeah do they take an off season or do they just talk uh, during the no, off-season? they always talk about like hot stove stuff but then they show like replays and different movies and stuff mlb network just becomes oh. to me kind of unbearable to watch oh like absolutely that. i don't like it only gets good like when the when, like when the winter meetings and everything starts happening exactly we got baseball <laughs> football to care but, about but then after that like i try not to watch mlb network because it's just a snooze fest for me if all I, I take a nap i'll watch it all i have to say is 107 days until pitchers and catchers report that's all i have to say. i have a countdown app are you kidding me 107 days until pitchers and catchers report 
really got to change that background, though. I do. I don't know how to. It's a it's a cheap app. It's whatever. <laughs> they don't allow you to change. I think they. I didn't look too much into it. But anyway, uh, yeah. Congratulations to the Boston Red Sox. Good job. Can't say we're surprised. Can't say I'm surprised. Uh, Machado's gonna leave the Dodgers. Duh. And Kershaw might leave the Dodgers. Where do you think Kershaw? Ooh, Kershaw's going to the D- Yankees. <laughs> no. No. Kershaw's, I just say everyone's going to the Kershaw's Yankees. Kershaw's going to stay right where he's at because money. Money. I don't know about that. Because what if another team can pay him a not, the same amount? Why would he stay in a team that he's failed at? Why not go for a new start? It's better be a team that's ready to win now. Go to Phillies have money. Yes. Brewers have money. Kershaw money? Maybe not. They still need to resign. I don't know. Those. Maybe maybe he has. I don't know. Maybe he wants to win a title. Man, I don't know. I'm just saying, Kershaw. We've got a very good team. We I, just need I, a starting pitcher. I know a team that has money, but they don't like to flex it very often. Yeah, and but are they ready to win? You could say the same thing as to why they're going after Machado and Harper. I don't care. I just want to. No, I know. But the, why would Kershaw? I don't. Team that wants to go after, I don't know, I'm just saying, Kershaw. I don't think Kershaw would want to go there. Just because you guys aren't ready to win. Why did you say that about the Phillies? We ain't think they, nobody thought they were ready to go. We thought they were closer than they are. I At the beginning of the season. I didn't think they were close to when they signed them. They, they looked did. decent, too. They only, they only missed the playoffs by a couple games. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, what when he initially signed. Oh, that's like, fair. What the that's fair. hell did but he But he do? makes that difference. Like, a good pitcher can make that difference. Clayton Kershaw. Chicago White Sox. I have a job to do in the show now. <laughs> Thank you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go to, the, go to the Yankees or the Brewers. I have a job to do. All right. Let's talk about this. The biggest story of the night for us. And then we can go to bed. And then we can go to bed. Cool. Because we're recording this actually Sunday night for the first time in a while. In case you're wondering why we have so much so much energy, one, I credit this really to the Pro, to the Pro Tool studio, honestly. Yeah, I love this studio. Two, it was just one hell of a day. It really was. So, unfortunately... I lost my title, <laughs> but unfortunately, I was going to say ununfortunately, un- unfortunately, fortunately, Tom walked out champion, and I'm super excited because that means we finally, you have to win the title to actually be added into like our group chats for all that stuff. We You, you have to earn your way in, and Tom cashed in his money in the bank after Nate won. And it was, that was exciting. It was super exciting. That so, was so Tom, exciting. Tom, I, I don't remember getting that geeked out, geeked out about something so. I guess to other people would probably be minuscule, right? But I don't remember being that so, excited about it. Me and Tom, ever the showman. Uh, so Nate won, and I went and put the belt on him. Like I like I put it around his waist as as the graceful as the graceful loser. Uh, so I did that, and we clapped for him. And then Tom seemingly, and he did this on purpose. He didn't take the briefcase, and he went up and shook Nate's hand, and he kind of hugged him. And then he whispers in his ear, "I'm gonna, de- I'm gonna pull a Dean Ambrose on you." And then does a fake DDT on Nate, <laughs> and Nate sells it beautifully. Nate's on the ground dead. Can we talk about how Tom goes back like flings the briefcase? He literally at him. threw the briefcase at foam at briefcase, him. The fo- it's a foam, yeah. Briefcase. And then he looks at me and Kali goes. I need a, I need two pieces of paper and two pens. And we all, okay. <laughs> right. Everyone's like, right. So then Tom challenged Nate to a challenge where you had a minute to name as many Pokemon as you can. It's a, Tom ended up with 20. Tom it was a very Tom thing, and I loved it. Tom ended up with 20. 
Nate ended up with 18. Tom walks out your new champion. And it was super entertaining. It was really like, fun. I was geeky. I was like, oh, yeah. We made we made a whole show out we of really who won did. everything and oh, so good. It was really you fun. Know, not a day goes by where I don't think about the group of us and realize, damn, we would be some great creative team writers. Like all of us. Dude, me and Nate literally wrote a better evolution <laughs> just sitting on our couch. All of us, I think <laughs> all of us combined could probably put on like months worth now, of storyline. With that said, this was still an entertaining show. I have to say this wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Letter grade. Ooh. I'll give it a star. Since it's wrestling, I'll give it a star rating. All right, fair. Mm. Okay, so here's my overall, and I'll talk myself into a grade. I, I was, I was going to say, I guess. I guess. What, I'll, yeah. What I'm, what I'm... In overall, before we go into every right. match. So. The matches that I had low expectations for surprised me in a good way. The matches I had higher expectations for disappointed me. <laughs> and I don't know if that's just because of my expectations. I don't think so. Not with one match that we'll get to. Um, uh, two matches that we'll get to that just kind of disappointed me. I I will give this a solid three stars. All right. So maybe, maybe I'll go three and a half. For me. Mm, I'll go three. Because the ending was sour. For me, not so much looking at matches. I'm just looking at the entire card in general. Yep. Because of the utter lack of promotion that they did. When they yes. St- and, and they started off promoting this so heavy like months ago. And then it just. They, they did just so forgot. well. They, they, just, they just forgot. Yeah. And so I went into the, car, I went into the night thinking, okay. The fact that WWE basically just essentially didn't give a rat's ass about it after after about a month and a you know a month and a half close to the show. They got some notable names on there. Had to change a few things. There's certain things happening. I I'm not about this. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I I, I had it's one of those was like it was like the ultimate. I have to go into it and watch it and then give my unbiased opinion. Right. You know. And everything. So I wasn't reading too much into like, you know, going into the card. I wasn't reading too much like into the whole Ronda thing, even though I knew why that was the main event. I liked that storyline, and I and I get the main event. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I would change it because honestly, I would probably do the same thing. No, it would have. No, that should have been that. Rightfully, should have been the main event because that match sold out your show. Yeah, and then Twitter was just like, Twitter was like, oh, Charlotte should have been should have been the Charlotte and Becky. No, well, I mean, yes, from the wrestling point, yes, but you want the marquee yeah. names that no. are gonna attract. Eyes. That's why AJ cat- Styles doesn't. AJ Styles isn't a draw because he's a good. He's just a good wrestler. Right. He's, he he isn't necessarily a great character. You're trying to, ca- you're trying to catch the casual yeah, fan, the exactly. pop fan. That's why Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Exactly, exactly. So as far as trying to expand the audience, the main event was yes. was their correct call. Exactly. After the card, because I went into just the entire event with just low expectations. If we're going star rating, mm-hmm. 3.7. Ooh. 3.7, low 3.8. That's fair. Like, to me, it was honestly very much pushing four stars because it, surpa- right. it surpassed the only match, the only match that went under my expectations, but after a while, after about five minutes of thinking about it, I realized, eh, 
the winner did what or the the winner did what she could with what was available. I mean, and both wrestlers did w- what they could with what was presented to them. Was the main event? Spoiler alert. Every other match, uh, with maybe the exception of the battle royal, because even all all of us are kind of just like, well, what the hell was the point of that? Yep. <clears throat> Every match, to, in my opinion, for the most part, surpassed all expectations for me. So that's why for mm. me, like I'm, I'm dro- I'm not gonna give it an outright four stars. That's fair. Because <clears throat> there were still a few things that, if it went the way I would have, I guess the way that I personally would have liked it, then I would have graded higher. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. On, Here, on here's what I look for in a pay per view. You got to look for. You look for shocks. You look for big moments. You look for good matches. And you look at the ending. There was there was a shock. There was a couple shocks. There was. One good match and one match that exceeded exceeded expectations. So I'll say that was a good match. And, oh, man, what else did I say? I, the ending was bad. I didn't like the ending. I They could have done a lot more with the ending, and we'll get into it. But, yeah, that's why I, that's why I only gave it three. I I was teetering on three and a half, maybe four. I, no, I wouldn't have given it a four. But I was teetering on three and a half. But it because the show ended – People remember what the how the show ended. Like that's the main thing people really remember. If you end a show badly, people are gonna leave with a bad taste in their mouth, and that's kind of what I felt here. It was very, uh, it was very bleh. It was very meh. So I don't know. We'll get into it. So first, we opened up the night with Trish Stratus and Lita taking on Mickey James and Alicia Fox, and they. Uh, uh, they Trish and Lita won in 11 minutes after a stratisfaction and a double moonsault spot by Lita, which was kind of cool. And yeah, the legends take home the victory. I'm not surprised. I think everyone picked that one correctly. Uh, and you're not gonna start the pay per view if you're exactly two legends and have them lose. Two legends and yeah. lose. So yeah, and they apparently are sticking around. Trish looked decent. Lita didn't, <laughs> but then again, Lita was facing Mickey, who has lost a step, and Alicia, who is terrible. She. And if anyone wants to try to defend Le- Alicia Fox, try me. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and defend Alicia Fox, but I will say that she would be what we would call other people. She's kind of, I don't want to say journeyman, because it's not like she's been like around different companies. No, she's the longest tenured women's wrestler ever. Roster, yeah, ever. Wow. Apparently, I maybe it's just I current. It was just on the roster, yeah. Maybe it's but just current, but still, that's for, for her time in the WWE, and she's been on for since I really I was in middle school. For what they for what they have her do, she does it well. Now her in ring performances can be do leave a lot to be desired. She's not a good wrestler, but she gets not pretty. It ain't pretty. No. It's really not pretty, but she gets the job done when she needs to. And it's also She's weird. not a good actor. And it's, and it's she's not a good seller. She's not a good she's she became a much better seller. She's still bad. Okay. Still All right. Bad. I'll give you that then. She's still bad. <laughs> if she improved, but she's still bad, I'll right. give you that. And I mean it's I don't know. This is still a this is still a former champion we're talking about here, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Divas champion. Caveat. Champion. I will always put that caveat. Fine, but she's the only people that don't get that caveat are people like Paige and AJ Lee. Still a, cha- still a champ. And, I mean, she played the whole psychotic role and everything very well. She, 
if, if she's the a obje- better if she's the a ob- better act than a wrestler. If the, yes, if the objective is and to make you not. hate her and to make and to make you like be and to make you like be annoyed by her on TV on TV, she has played that role to a damn T. But there's a difference between me hating her as a heel and hating her character. Like I hate the Miz's character. But I appreciate and I love the Miz because he's so good at his job. Yes. There's a difference between that and Alicia Fox because Alicia Fox is just so annoying and so bad that it pisses me off that she takes time from other wrestlers and I just legitimately don't want to see her. But it's not because she's bad. It's not any. It doesn't have anything to do with her character. I think. I think I would be more. I don't want her to get put over. No, that's the thing. Like I would be more. (laughs) I would be. I think I would be in much more agreement with you. If they were trying to pull something with that's her. fair, and they're not. I'm just like, saying like, she had a she had a spotlight match, and there was a 20 woman row room or battle royal. That's that's what really pisses me off to put over mm. somebody. You know, I mean, I mean, which is weird to think that she had to put over Trish and Lita, but who better to pu- who better to to put in the ring with Trish and Lita than than someone who has a long standing history with Trish? Yeah, Trish, I guess. And someone who's been around the business, who can, I, who can take a few bumps from from legends who are still trying to get their feet wet back into it. Once Alexa got I hurt, a, I think this was a perfect call. Once Alexa got hurt, I would have just made it Trish versus Mickey, and then gave Lita something else. I don't know. I think you. I think they definitely wanted to reintroduce. I think this was the best way to to reintroduce the two. And of course, obviously, the the Alexa Bliss thing made it took yes. the hit off of it. But again, we're gonna see Trish versus Alexa very soon. Eventually. Uh, speaking of the battle royal, that was next. Twenty women historic women's battle royal. You That's literally is, what it's called. You know, this was better than I thought it was because you know how much I was bitching about it. I, I didn't like it. I'm 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 going to say this, and I mean this from a completely technical and analytical side of this i'm not i'm not being sexist in any way i am in i don't i don't let me explain myself most of the women and i think it was more of the legends but a couple of the current people i noticed this in the in the royal rumble and i noticed this that they don't know how to wrestle this match and it's very apparent like, they need to practice this or something. They need to have more of these matches if they're going to continue to do them. They need to go practice them somewhere. Like, house shows. Have a battle royal at a house show. Practice. Because it didn't look good. Some of the top ropes, going over the rope spots were bad. And like, I, and I get them maybe not wanting to take some bumps that they want may not want to, say, but really they need... You really want Blaze to take a bad Well, bump. no. Like, she's fine. Like, that's... Molly Holly. Kelly Kelly could maybe take Molly Holly took a bump in the, like, I'm just saying, then learn how to take it safer. I don't know. That's the other thing I hate that we're relying on so many freaking legends when we have a whole NXT roster minus two people that were on this show that weren't on this show. An entire talented NXT roster and Mae Young Classic roster. For the first, for the first event of its kind, I think they had to put legends here. They absolutely had to. I know. They absolutely had. And I think they owed it to those legends to put them in here. But they should have put more younger talents in. What the, Agreed. You had NXT talents Agreed. that could have been in this. Agreed. I would have liked I, – I mean, what's their whole thing? Then, now, and forever? <laughs> exactly. You saw more of then and, and some now. of now. 
forever would I would swap I would swap forever with future. Yes. We saw more of then and now. I wanted to see more of the future. Exactly. That's why when we that's why when the when they the, the when the match started off was like, oh, the twenty we saw was a twenty we're gonna get. Okay. Nia Jax won by eliminating Ember Moon. I do not agree with that. Because they've mismanaged Ember Moon, says the Ember Moon fan. They've mismanaged Nia. She's been turning left and right, and now she's just all of a sudden baby face. She's already faced Ronda. Well, she's about to be a heel again facing Ronda. <sighs> and we all saw how that worked out. She's literally, and I mean this from a pure character standpoint, she's You're turning into the female big show. Yes. And no, that's not me comparing their body figures. That's me comparing their characters flip flopping, turning heel every other week. But I also told you that. And I and I and it didn't dawn on me until like after the show. I was like, oh, they had they had to pay homage to to the to anyone in the bloodline with I with, with Samo- not Samoa Joe, uh, with Roman Reigns with everything. So I feel like this was there. It is like, hey, we got to get like you've done right by us. Let's do right by you. And plus, The Rock's mom was there and everything. <sighs> I know, I know. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to stop talking, otherwise I'm going to say something bad. Trust me, as much as I hate, as much as I don't, I don't want to say hate, as much as I don't like the fact that they're putting Nia Jax as the next contender for Ronda Rousey, I can get why. I would, I I would have made it a SmackDown star. (laughs) Because the Charlotte-Becky feud seems to be over. Like a last man standing. I don't know, but they kind of teased TLC. Uh, They kind of did, but that's not for two paper. Oh, but they're going to do women's tag match. I don't know. They're probably going to do a traditional Survivor Series women's match. Yeah, that, apparently that's what they're doing in the champions as captains. <laughs> Becky's going to be real good. I can't wait for that. Um, I would have just done that because I... I mean, most of us had Asuka winning because she needed this probably more than anyone on the roster. I would have been okay with Naomi because she won the WrestleMania one. Yes. Finally giving her a title match for that would have been nice. I, I wanted, like I said in my predictions, I wanted an NXT you star. More NXT. You had Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross as part of your... Bianca Belair makes so much sense. She's been wanting a title match, and going and earning one at Evolution would have been perfect. Well, I feel Even like, if it would have been Nikki Cross. Well, I feel like... Lacey Evans, Candice LeRae. And none of them were on the show. But backstage, apparently. Yeah, because they came out for the celebration. Moving on. Anyway, moving on. Tony Storm versus uh, Io Shirai. Good match. I disagree. It was 10 minutes long. And it was nowhere near Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler from last year's May Young Classic. Oh, no. And it, to me, felt very one-sided. Like... I don't remember much of EO's offense. You want to know what went through my mind as after the bell ended? I wonder if this was their way to attract people to the NXT UK. Oh, absolutely. This had to and I get that. Way. I completely get I that. I don't think this hurts EO either way because we know no, the she'll, is yeah. so high on EO. She'll be good. She's going to be on NXT within the next couple months. Probably post-Survivor Series, she'll be on NXT. And then she's yeah. gonna, and then she's gonna Post do her thing. War games, yeah, but yeah, and it, Survivor Series. So she's <clears throat> so she's gonna do her thing. But that's the but thing. I feel been a way to introduce introduce people to Tony Storm because she is probably gonna be. One I of, know one of the marquee faces on the NXT UK circuit. But I don't. Mm, I don't this like has to be a way to do it. The way the better way to do that 
is to put on a good match. If you put on a good match, and even if you put EO over, they're going to remember the name Tony Storm because she was in a good match at, at WWE Evolution. And they're going to be like, oh, she's on NXT. She's a good wrestler. I want to go watch that. NXT UK. I This match, this match I had very high hopes for. So did I. Because it reach my because it's basic. It's a Triple H thing. It's it's basically NXT. All of the tournaments that they've done, their finals have been amazing. And this, first of all, didn't feel like a final until Triple H brought a championship down. It was way too short. The pay per view ended short. There, you could have added five minutes to every one of these matches. Maybe not around a Nikki. Oh Jesus, Becky Charlotte went half hour. But okay, right, besides those two matches, you add five more minutes to the other matches, and they all become better. Like instantly, you just add five minutes of a spot fest towards the end. Tony Storm hit her finisher twice. She hit her finisher. EO kicked out. EO went for her finisher, but it got reversed. Why not have EO hit it, kick out, and then go for the reversal spot? There's just so much that you could have made this a better match. And I'm disappointed in Triple H and the booking on this. I can see your point. And I'm not even mad that Tony won. Like, I get the I get right, putting like, I can, over I NXT. See, I can see your point, but I think I think Trips is looking at it, like, regardless of... I think Tony taking the loss here probably would have hurt Tony No, more. and that's fine. And so, I it, still wanted a good match. And this was... This was a it NXT as, it wasn't show. as good as I thought it was, but again, I mean, we were talking about this before Evolution even started. The way they even set it up and everything, it just looked like a, a like a house show with better bells and whistles. It looked uh, like an NXT show, like you guys saying house, like yeah, house show, but like that's what NXT shows look like. The crowd is dimmed because yeah. they Triple H wants that small venue feel. Right, and I think, like I said, I, I want to say that Trips went with this because I. Th- Tony probably had more to lose because they pre-taped all the NXT things. Right. No. So you don't want people to look. So you don't want people to watch it like, oh yeah, Tony Storm. I'm not. She got her ass kicked. I'm not arguing the fact that she won. So I think, but you just you're, you're arguing the fact that the match could have been better. Yes. Okay. It, like I was that, saying, she could have lost and still looked good, but I don't care that she won. She, like I don't. I'm fine with her winning. I totally get it. Better, yes. The match should have been better. The match could have been better. I also had fairly high expectations. These. They were the only reason. The only reason this match slightly got close to meeting expectations for me was because I understood the motive behind it. They talked up EO like, like she is the best women's wrestler in the world. They did, which apparently she is. According I didn't. To, according to Japan, 2015, 16, 17. I didn't see that, and they, that's on well, they WWE. Said, they said it in the broadcast. Michael Cole mentioned like during the match, like 2015, 2016, yeah, exactly. 2017. But EO, EO was be- named the best wrestler in Japan. But I didn't see that. Running. In a finals match, those are your two best out of 32 women. You need to make them both look like champions. Even in a loss, someone the, the loser needs to look good, and EO didn't look good. EO looks good because it's EO. Yes, she, but... She, I get your point, okay. but I, I completely get your point, but I think... I do understand I that, too, because, this, I yes. I think right now, EO gets a pass because everyone knows, A, the company's high on her, and B, they know what she brings to the table. Yeah, no, I agree. So like they, she, So I think they'd be willing to table that, if table I, EO losing, and put over Tony Storm as a yes. legitimate threat on the NXT UK circuit. If I take this match for what it is, Tony Storm impressed me. Yes. And EO, 
Yeah, I does see it, the. I does see it make the. Make you more excited to see EO on NXT. Oh, absolutely, because okay. she, she. I see the potential. Her the, selling is amazing. The job's been done. I think. I think the the match could have been better, but I think the but job they don't, was done. They don't feel like big stars, and they should after after their May Young Classic. They should. Matt. They should, but I think EO already kind of has that big star feel to her, and Tony Storm. It gave it gave you enough intrigue for for at least for me to want to go actively go. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll watch NXT UK. Now. Just think back to last year after Shayna and Kyrie. Well, I mean, after that, everyone knew both of those two were destined to be something it's major. Just that's all I'm asking. <laughs> I, I think the precedent was set too. I think it's almost hard to set the precedent that they set last year. Give them five more minutes. I still don't think they would have put on as much of a better match than Shayna and Kyrie did. Are you kidding? Adding in like five or ten more near falls. I Make it an NXT near fall spot fest. That's all I wanted. <laughs> That's all I wanted. And speaking, well, actually, we have one more match in between there. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia. This was one of the matches uh, versus Riot Squad. This was one of the matches that I had very low expectations for, and actually surprised me. It was a very fun six woman tag. I I had a lot of fun. Uh, Banks, Bailey, and Natalia beat the Riot Squad to the shock of no one. To the shock of no one. I to be honest. Don't remember how it ended. I do remember how it ended. Uh, Natalia hit something. Be- yeah, and then Bailey went off with a. Bailey with hit a, her her macho man elbow. And then. And then Sasha. Sasha with, uh, Eddie Guerrero frog splash. Viva la raza. Yeah, and they they won off of that. So that was cool. I like that. Although, now that I think about it, paying homage to male wrestlers at a at the first ever. Just never mind. That's me no. looking at too much into no. I, mm, because they inspired them and they made them want to get into the business and everything. Uh, I know. Yeah. I know. It, I'm looking to. I'm picking. I'm picking I, that yeah, one too much. I think you're nitpicking. I'm on nitpicking that one. on that. I one. definitely think that is something that I think of in my mind. But I, I am get, nitpicking. I completely understand I am what you're saying. Though. <laughs> no, I completely understand what you're saying. But why can't they just be perfect? <laughs> Uh, no, but, yeah, so what did you think of this match? Because I, I honestly thought it was a very fun match, and it exceeded my expectations. It was a very fun match. The Riot Squad looked amazing. Why was this match longer than the Mae Young Classic? <laughs> look at the... Because th- the there's th- four more women in it. <laughs> no, look at the three who are the eventual victors. You're right. And I think this match... All former th- champions. And I think this match, well, one, you had to put the... Th- Three people who were firmly in the midst of establishing this evolution. Liv took the pin? I believe Liv took the pin. Okay, good. As long as it's not Ruby. It wasn't Ruby. Okay, good. Good, good, good. So the three people who are, so the three women who are very integral to this revolution got the win. So that's why even before the, when the match was announced, I was like, oh, Riot Squad L. You're not going to have Sasha Bailey and oh, Natalia yeah, no. lose. No. No, 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 no. Especially because I do believe that they're finally going to do the Sasha Bailey thing at yes. WrestleMania. Which now I'm actually interested in because they've kind of, they've kind of actually made me forget about what happened. Like if they, honestly, if they execute a good heel turn on one of like, the, the most likely Sasha. The smart way would be Sasha because she's a good heel, Bailey's a good face. That's the smart way to do it. Hopefully that's how they do it. But so if they execute a good Sasha heel turn before WrestleMania and then do a 15 to 20 minute WrestleMania match, which. We're not going to get because WrestleMania is too long. But you know the matches they can put on because of their history. Exactly. So they they could have a good short match. But you know what I'm saying? If they execute a good heel turn, a decent feud, and a good match, I will forget all about Dr. Shelby and everything else that happened. Because they've kind of made me forget about it. Not 
not to their own credit because they've not done anything with them. Because I think they were setting up tag titles and then they didn't get them. Same thing that happened with the tag team briefcase. They set up a lot of shit and then it just never happened. So they scrapped a lot of plans. Uh, Also, did you notice that these... It was weird because these women weren't announced for the the for the battle royal yeah. la- this last week Monday, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, these girls are having a tag team match." It's like no shit, they are. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't have been involved. Right. I don't know. So I mean, they put over the right people, and also the riot they they're making the riot squad look like horses now, which is good. They got which away, is good. They, they need to. They got away from because from making from making the riot squad potent threats and now they're doing so eventually they need to do ruby versus ronda as a legit feud yeah <coughs> excuse me because they're gonna have or you know having ronda versus three people could help and then maybe that's eventually how you're gonna get the four horsewoman up. exactly speaking of Shayna baszler becomes the first ever two-time nxt women's champion by defeating kairi sane by technical submission and I by like the that. help of two of the three horsewomen. and by the help of my favorite, Jessamine Duke and Maria Schaefer. Maria Schaefer. Maria I'm going to look it up real quick. But, yes, so that's, yeah. Shayna, Shayna had the rear naked choke in, and Kyrie passed out. I wasn't a fan of it because I had Kyrie winning, and I was also under the impression that Shayna was on a one-way ticket to the main roster. I just like Shayna so much. I don't really – I would rather her stay in NXT because she's going to get handled better there. <laughs> Yes. So the longer the better. The, th- the thing that made me like this match is that they firmly introduced, like they have full fledged introduced the four horsewomen. But it's going to be interesting when they bring them all up to the roster, and how they're going to integrate that with Ronda, because as I've said before, if anyone in that business is smart, you don't ever turn Ronda. Ever in no. her career. And if they do, it'd be stupid. Exactly. So they. So the, I'm glad that they firmly established the four horsewomen and not just a little fun fact. But the thing that I'm going to be interested going forward is how they're going to introduce them to the main roster. Unless they want to run Marina Schaefer. That's what it is. Unless they're going to run that angle where it's where the four horsewomen are divided because it's Shayna against Ronda. But I think Shayna's going to stay in NXT until WrestleMania. I think they're going to run a program where. It's those three women running NXT. I really think so. They put themselves in a position where they have to, because you can't just establish them as helping her out and then just have her. You can't have have the, have her have them play a role in this match and then be like, oh yep, that happened. And then I, don't do anything with the four with three out of the four horses. I can't wait because reports are saying, and I keep saying this, Jessamine Duke is the best out of the four. Well, now I guess the question for me as the Kyrie Sane fan is, what do they want to do with Kyrie Sane? I still think it's too Bring soon. her up to the main roster I and botch I, her. It's still too soon for her to bring her up. If they give her time, they're going to botch her. You it's have too, it, much, you have too much hope for the main roster. It's still, it's Keep her in NXT. Have her run a couple feuds with Bianca Belair. They can. Oh, that would be a really good program. It would. Like I said. Or even Lacey Evans. Yeah. That would be a really good program. All I know is that. God, NXT so good. All I know is that NXT is not NXT. Kyrie Sane under no. I'm saying this as a Kyrie Sane fan. Mm. She under no circumstance is ready for the main roster. Right. I will I will only deem it acceptable for her to be in the main roster the Monday after Mania. 
that's when I want to see Kyrie hopefully Sane on, in, on the main roster. Yeah, hopefully she needs to get acclimated to the WWE style. Like she's actually one of those people who needs NXT. Yeah. Who needs to? Because the whole big thing about NXT is like finding the hard cam and actually knowing where it is and when it's looking at you and cutting promos, working yeah. the actual, li- working the live crowd as her timetable. Exactly. Like, so like her S- her WWE ETA should be the Monday after Mania. Hopefully, I not gonna lie. And especially because I know the track record of the main roster, I would wait until next year. Get, wait until SummerSlam. That's at the absolute latest for me. But I think – Yeah. I'm looking, I wouldn't go further I'm, than I'm that. I'm looking best-case scenario. Yeah, that's she, fair. She is – like I said, she is the perfect post-mania call-up. This was a decent match. It, I had higher expectations, again, because it's NXT and I was expecting NXT quality. Shame on me for that. Uh, but it was still good. Shayna and Kyrie are good performers. Like they were good and it was a really good finish too, because you're kind of thinking like, you know, she puts her in the rear naked choke and you're like, Oh, is she, is it going to be the end? And then Kyrie just passes out and it was really good. It was very well done. So I, I will have to say that Becky Lynch defending her title against Charlotte in the last women's standing match. Becky retains. In very ironic fashion, uh, according to Nate, was it Nate? I believe it was Nate because back when SmackDown first started being live, when Ronda or when Becky was the first SmackDown Women's Champion, she lost her title to Be- or to Alexa Bliss in a very similar table spot where she got powerbombed from the apron into the table. So that's what she did to Charlotte. Charlotte, quote, couldn't make the ten count. And I'll get into that. Uh, but, yeah, Becky retained. Uh, no he- no heel turn. No double turn. Just Becky walked out champion. Still getting cheered out of the building. She got definitely got the best pop of the night. They were singing her theme song yep. before the match. And they were chanting Becky. Uh, they, had to, they had to turn off the crowd mics during her entrance because they were cheering so much. And, you know, they don't think that she's a face. So, you know. Kevin Dunn turned off the mics, but now I voiced my concern over last man standing matches in general, uh, and my expectations were met. <laughs> uh, I was very disappointed with this match, as I thought I would be. I I couldn't I couldn't bear to try to convince myself that this was going to be a good match. I can't buy into last man standing matches. I really just can't, and and it was told throughout this match, like, like Nate pointed out, they set up a table, and then they do a near fall spot. You're meant, as a fan, I'm meant to believe that you just set up that table for nothing, and I'm a smart fan, and the majority, the majority of wrestling fans nowadays, the it's trending outward, where the majority of wrestling fans are smart, you know, smart. G- older mature people who watch it for entertainment and they know it's not real so you see a table being set up and you go oh someone's going through that you're obviously going to get up from this 10 count i just can't buy into a lot of the falls and stuff and then even the last fall the last fall pisses me off because especially tonight charlotte got to her feet she legitimately was on her feet yes she was on all four but she was on her feet. But the ref kept counting. She fell to her knee, and then the ref counted 10. She was on her feet. That's on her, first of all. I will blatantly say that's on Charlotte. 
But the if you're going to have a last man standing match should end in a legitimate I knocked that person out. They shouldn't be able to even make it close to a 10 count. Like I get she's a the valiant baby face in this, which is stupid in itself, but I don't know. I I'm I'm just pissed that Charlotte made it too close because she got to her feet. I'm just Five bucks says that they're gonna run with that to make the clo- make the final arc of the storyline. I didn't even think of that. Now I'm upset. I don't know. What did you think of this match? I enjoyed it, but that's probably because I just don't share the same sentiment about last man standing matches. That's fair. Do you see what I mean? At least I do. Okay. A hundred percent. Okay. Do. Cool. Okay. I don't think you're crazy about it. I 100 percent think you do. I can see how Pete, you know, like, it's just enter- for me. It's just it's just pure entertainment, right? But I'm just but every point that you mentioned is. Is, is right. Okay. It's, it's very right, right, in my opinion. But yeah, this, I mean, this match went 28-40. Definitely, definitely the longest match of the night. I think it kind of had to. It doubled the, the next longest. I enjoyed this. The, the result that should have happened, happened. I do think that they're going to use the end of this match and use it as a build for the final arc of the story. Because real, And I say that because there is no one else in the SmackDown Live roster who is realistically ready to be number one contender because they and that goes back and that goes back to the battle royal. I think that I think that the winner should have been someone from SmackDown. I think you need a transitional feud like Rusev AJ. Yeah. But then again, the next pay per view is Survivor Series. Right. But so who, they're not gonna feud. Right. But at that point, you need to find someone who's a bona fide heel on SmackDown. Someone who the she's so, Becky's heel. They're going to book her against the face. I know they will. It's going to be Asuka, Naomi. God, who else is on? Say, at the, okay. Lana. They're going to have to find somebody who, because apparently it's not going to be Charlotte. They need to find somebody who can make it almost 50, who can go to, who can get the chairs from like 80, 20 or 90, 10. God, I would love to Becky. see. Uh, uh, try Asuka. If, uh, they, uh, if, they, if they honestly want her to be a heel, try a feud with Asuka because people cheer Asuka. Yeah, people that, love Asuka. That's what I'm saying. They, People, it was it's not a bad idea. Should have won the went, battle the royal. Went 80-20 Charlotte, uh, eighty twenty to eighty twenty to like ninety ten. Cheering. Cheers for Becky yeah. versus Charlotte. Yes, Oscar is the closest thing to fifty fifty. I completely agree. Yeah, I. But I don't think this arc with Charlotte's over. <coughs> Unfortunately, but not. I do think. I oh, do, they're gonna play into it in the. But I do survivors. do think that Oscar is should be next in line. Because if they re- if they're really this committed on making Becky a heel, you need to get somebody who has as much drawing power and or at least can command bona fide cheering. Actually, because they screwed Charlotte over with the cheering thing on this one. I retract my statement. I don't want the next challenger to be Oscar. The next time I want Oscar in a title match, I want her to win. And I don't think Becky should drop it yet. Even at TLC, I think it's too early. I think I think honestly, Becky might need to hold it until WrestleMania. Becky deserves a lengthy run. So I agree with you, but I do think the next person who realist- who realistically can hold a candle to Becky right now is Asuka, which is funny because they've mismanaged her like crazy. Run a program with Naomi because <clears throat> then that can feed into an Asuka rival. Yep, yeah. that can feed into Okay. So the main event, we saw Ronda Rousey defend her Raw Women's Championship against Nikki Bella. This match disappointed also. And shame on me for... I see. I can't even say that. I expect better out of Ronda matches, but they have, you know, w, the WWE 
like Black Hole has eaten a Ronda match and spit it out in their own image now, where it's Ronda gets, you know, she gets some offense in the beginning because she's really dominant, but then the manager distracts her and she eats 70% of the offense. And then just one turn changes it and she ends up winning. I don't like that. I need more back and forth out of a main event. Out of out of your apparent, I need more. There was too much domination by Nikki. Like, have Nikki dominate for like one or two moves, then have Brie interfere again. Have Brie interfere in 50% of the match. Like, that's how you, you can't sit here and expect me to think that Nikki is half a good wrestler as Ronda. Nikki needed Bella or Brie in her corner to compete with Ronda. And that's the story you should have told. Like, yes, Brie interfered a couple times. I think she needed to interfere more. But like I said, it's too much, you know, Ronda, then Nikki, then Ronda, and Ronda wins. I WWE needs to fix their, their match arc. Like, it's, it's just too predictable at this point. And frankly, it's boring. <laughs> Especially in a Nikki Bella match. And I say that with all due respect because Nikki is the better out of the Bella Twins. And she's one of the best wrestlers out of the Divas era, I would have to say. Yeah. I I mean, AJ Lee and Paige aside, I, they started the women's revolution. So I, anyone before that, I would say. I, I, I might put Nikki up there. But I, The Bellas <clears throat> deserve a spot up there with people who kind of kick-started this. For better or for worse. Oh, for better or for worse. They're the reason that it started. They're the wrong reason that it started, I think. They're, like, they're the problem. No? Am I wrong on that? They had their moments where they were in the right and the wrong of this wide I, revolution began. I guess. I, but, but either way, this match was... But you can't... I mean, it's undeniable that they were carrying that division for better or for worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So in that regard, in the, they yeah, firmly morning. deserve a spot in the category of people who pioneered this revolution. But I keep on I saying, can't sit here and I, say that. <laughs> but that's why I keep on stressing for better or for worse. They've they've established but it, themselves. No, but like if it's no, because at worst, they're they are the problem. <laughs> that's not pioneering the that's starting the problem or continuing the problem, paying into it. it, it no WWE to put them in this position to try to give AJ wrestlers a better spot. AJ and Paige will always be the pioneers in this, and I know they'll never say that. <laughs> they're, they're more often to say it for Paige than they would AJ. Lee. Even then, she can't wrestle anymore, so why put her over? For now. True, Daniel made a comeback. Something healing about that SmackDown general manager touch. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. What did you think of this match? I it was disappointing for me. I have more hope in a Ronda match nowadays. What did I take from this match? Yeah. It was a typical Ronda Rousey squash match that you expect, except they tried to make the Bells look good, which they kind of had to because they're the pop culture icons of, right. of, of their company. Which I get making the match even. But like I said, you need to have Bell, you need to have Brie interfere more. Well, that's the thing, yeah. I it just so happens that the person that the Bells were facing – was Ronda friggin' Rousey. Exactly. Those are not going to have, have her eat a loss. Now, I will admit, Ronda still looks good selling. Her yes. selling is still really yeah. good. That cross body, the missed cross body, she, she ate that. Flew. She flew and she ate it. And it, she's she's just really good selling. I do have to like say. Like I said, or like, or like we've said numerous times, at this point in time, if you are not firmly 
like, no, let me let me scratch it. Let me put it this way. <laughs> there is really no reason why Ronda Rousey, once once the bell rings and once she's in the squared circle, th- it is very hard pressed to find one thing that you can really really say you hate when she's a legitimately in a WWE match. <coughs> she's checking off all the her boxes. opponent. She's <laughs> checking off all the boxes. She's selling very well. She almost looks borderline natural at this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ronda Ooh. Rousey is without a shadow of a doubt, especially now with Roman Reigns' absence, she is the company's biggest star. Yes, 100%. Especially with Brock going to UFC, too. Right, with Brock going to UFC. As far with, as... And with Roman being gone for quite some time. Ronda's the biggest star. I will agree as far as biggest star. I I think... Mm, they Most talented in my mind, that's the debate that can be taken. <clears> they need to start building Raw around Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor. And are you trying to think of another... I mean, Dean Drew Ambrose McIntyre. and... Oh, Drew McIntyre. Jesus, how did I forget about him? Oh, no. I'm disappointed well, in Raw myself. Raw's about to be carried by Braun... Ambrose, Rollins, I would hope Finn. And McIntyre. Right. And you might even throw Elias okay. there because of the because True. of the lack of He'll be feuding. He's gonna now. he's gonna feud with uh Corbin. Corbin, yeah. Okay, so I agree. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with the Ronda statement. So to close this out, because we've already we've already stated our overall assessments. This Bleacher Report article says Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair steal the show. <clears throat> Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. 100%. <coughs> that was the best match on the card. Yeah, which is disappointing in my you eyes. Can't, like, you can't really tell. Yeah, no, really okay. Any other match on there was better No. than Charlotte Becky. I would make an argument for Shayna Kyrie. Shayna Kyrie would have been a close second. Only because of the stipulation in the and the storyline in yeah. this in the last women's stand that and the and the fact that the heel face thing is all wrong right um but if i okay so if i look up if i look at this objectively and i take away the last man standing aspect of this this was one of charlotte flair's best matches of this year because she's been very shaky this year um the wrestlemania one was decent with oscar uh, and then she had that feud with Carmella, dear God. I, yeah, no, I can, this was one of Charlotte's best matches. Yeah, I, I can say it was a good match. I'll, I'll give it that. It, it just soured on me because of the stipulation. So I think if, I think if it would have been an, any other stipulation, really, it would have been good for me. Like, I would have really loved this match because I wanted to. I, I said to myself, like, I want to love this match, but I knew I wasn't going to because of the stipulation. So, you know, knowing that it's Becky and Charlotte, two people that I really enjoy watching wrestle, yeah, I'd have to agree with that statement. So, thank you, everybody, for listening. Check out, first of all, check out, you know, because I'm sure you've seen it because you've been listening for the last 118 minutes. But check out the new cover art that just posted today because it's dope. Check out us on Twitter, which Connor will plug in a second. Check us out. Instagram, 
which are also on Instagram. I'm a little more involved on that. We're on Facebook. YouTube. Uh, where I do all my other wrestling stuff. Ah, Friday, Bops Only. Listen to that. Friday at 10 p.m. If you're in the Whitewater area. We're, no. we're trying to figure out. We're trying to look into recording and stuff. So we'll gotta let you guys know. But if you can't listen, you can still enjoy the music. Because the playlist is still on Spotify. You can go listen to that. And see what songs we add every week. So, Mr. Connor, please take us out. Gladly. We just did a two-hour podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. First round KO. Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. Look us up on there. Follow us. Subscribe to us. Do what they want you to do for that. On Twitter, follow us at FRKL Podcast. Follow Kyle at olson 2 18 Follow myself at ConnorMore underscore 7. Links in the description. In the next episode... What are we going to talk about in the next episode? Trade deadline. That's right. The NFL trade deadline. One of the most active trade periods. I never... It's usually not active in the NFL. I know, and if it is actually that active, I'm going to be so excited. Unless the Packers make a stupid fucking move. I'm assuming that would entail haha Clinton did. If the Jaguars make any sort of move, I'll be very happy. I know the Bears aren't going to do anything. They made their move with Khalil Mack. I think the Bears will still try to go get someone. I hope. But anyways, we'll talk about that then. Next time we shock the system since day one ish. Don't make me feel this again. Things are getting eerie like the lake is down in Michigan. Had a good year, kinda tired. We're the Michelin at the finish line. Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis stag, stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance for you. You see me as a challenge to manage it.